where is your boy tonight? I've got mine right here. This is From Under the Dork Tree, your go-to source for the band Fallout Boy and emo music from the early 2000s. I am your host, Eric, and with me, as always, is the Pete to my Patrick. Mick, what's up, buddy? I'm right here. You're here. You're in the, the room. What's what, up? What is your... What's a boy? What... Have you ever seen the movie about a boy? I have not. Oh, I haven't either. I was gonna say, what's the the Jordan Jordan? What's the guy that we make fun of? Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Where what is, is a, your boy tonight? What, what is a boy? What makes a woman? Who is a woman? Do you ever? That, did you that, watch? That's more. Uh, I guess. What's that other guy? What's that other douchebag's name? <laughs> uh, something creamer. creamer? Yeah. Well, I apologize. Apologize deeply for not knowing the names of these far right. Uh, <laughs> Talking heads and what exactly their talking heads. their brand? Yeah, talking heads. Do you think talking heads took it personally when that kind of became like a like an insult? Well, no, I think that they 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 chose it because they're like dorky like NYU kids. Like they were like, let's make a commentary on the commentary. I don't think that. I think I think people started calling other things talking heads because they were trying because talking heads came up with the, with the term. I'm gonna disagree with you, buddy. I think it's because they they took that term. And they were like, let's flip it. Let's flip the script on them. How would you fucking know? Were I, you rocking out at CBGB's in 1977? Yeah, I was. I was. <laughs> I just turned 17. I snuck in with a fakie. Now you're working at John Barbados. John F- Barbados? Yeah, that's the name, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, that's the Islandware version of John Barbados. <laughs> John Barbados. That's what it is now. It's a John Barbados. Is <laughs> yeah. the name? It's like a like that's where you buy clothes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's like Tommy Bahama, but it's like John Barbados. <laughs> That sounds great. That does sound great. We should honestly. I'm gonna cut this out. We could TM that and then just like <laughs> start a clothing line. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Um, we're back here for another week of um, being only, fucking morons. Only Fallout Boy. Only That's Fallout it. Boy. Uh, we're back in the the toy room. The toys are away. The boys will play. Ew. Um, weather is good. It's getting cooler. A nice seventy-four degrees outside. Eric just licked his palm and and and, oh. and uh, uh, blew on it. I did. It's like when you play golf and you throw the grass in the air to see which way the wind's going. <laughs> Vegeta did that once. You remember that gif? <laughs> no, I don't. Did you see the new Dragon Ball trailer that came out? I did not. They're making a Dragon Ball trailer. They're they're doing a whole. It's a whole fucking thing. You know what I enjoy about most about Dragon Ball Z now is there have been like it's like um so like when I stopped watching Dragon Ball Z like halfway through you know high school. What saga were we at? And also this is the Fall Out Boy podcast. We only talk about Fall Out Boy. <laughs> uh, go on. What saga were you in? Just the the Boo saga. Oh, I Boo finished saga. the okay. Boo saga or whatever. Right. Jesus, what just fell? Um, and then um and then they like the next thing came out like GT. Oh, of course. And like I watched like maybe four episodes of that, and I was like, I'm fucking well. GT done. is bad. So I mean, you're you're kind of along with everybody else, where they're just like, this is kind of jump the shark. And then another thing came out, and I'm like, well, I'm definitely not that's watching Dragon Ball that. Z Kai, I believe, right? Or that was the that's the abridged version. And then another thing came out, and I'm like, well, I haven't watched the other things. Yeah, it's a it's like it's a weird like um satisfying feeling to like know to like not give something a chance for so long that you like you're lost and even what's and you going can't on even in do it, it. Yeah. If you want it's just to. done i'll never I'm, I'm done i'll never watch it again well hey good news for you buddy the new dragon ball movie is a it's a reboot and they're they're going back in time and they're sending vegeta back to dragon ball time and G- <laughs> vegeta's a kid too now great everyone's a kid wonderful it's great it's gonna be it's gonna be a real turning point for this whole series that's you said once that's your favorite anime i've never said that sir you i never hey first of all hey buddy i never had the dragon ball tattoo Neither did I. Yeah, that's, I guess that's true. 
I don't see one on you. Yep. That's true. I guess it's true. Hey, look, this is what we're doing. This is the Fallout Boy podcast, and we're going to be on where we are only going to talk about Fallout Boy this episode. And we're also going to do a Q&A because I know you guys really want to cue us up with some cues oh God. and we're gonna we're gonna be like fonzie and give you the a <laughs> our answers are gonna answer your cues what are your top 14 animes right now uh pokemon pokemon x and y <laughs> uh pokemon journey to johto pokemon i can't name any other pokemon yeah. series i think you named two journey to johto i don't think is one i really? think it's just i think it's i don't know what it's pokemon called. the orange league i don't know something like something that's like one that. is that orange league yeah thing oh, okay Man, anime really was at its peak when it was on the WB network in the late 90s. <laughs> That's true. That you was- got Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> you got Joey Wheeler. Oh, yeah. Legendary. Of course. The, 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 the best character from New... The best uh, New Jersey representation in anime, <laughs> hands down. Joey Wheeler. They had cool hair, too. <laughs> they had some they had like that weird uh, what was that tristan guy he had the you remember the haircut that we all had like where you had to you you, you slicked the front up uh-huh and then you pushed the rest down like kind of like tintin yeah 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 that, he had that haircut but it was anime style so it was just one big spike coming mm-hmm. from his head is great you you yugi's hair didn't make any sense at all it had like purple and gold in it and yeah shit. bro what the fuck you should have that haircut i you know what i will who's your uh who's your favorite character from that that sort that anime who's my favorite character yeah <laughs> From Yu-Gi-Oh. From Yu-Gi-Oh. Bandit Keith. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Bandit <laughs> Keith fucking kicked ass. Or Weevil Underwood. I was going to say Weevil is up there. Uh, he just takes you. He's like, hey, Yugi, let me see your deck. Just drops them all off the side of the ship. <laughs> There's a lot of jerks. Kaiba was a jerk. Uh, you know, look. Kaiba was a jerk. Mm-hmm. But these are all tactics. They're all using. They're playing tactically. <laughs> yes. Yu-Gi-Oh. You can't kill me, Yugi, because if you kill me, if you beat me, you're going to knock me off this building and I'm going to yes. die and you're going to be a murderer. Yes. He was, he, was playing, he was playing Yu-Gi-Oh checkers while Yugi was playing Yu-Gi-Oh chess. <laughs> Wait, no. He was playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Ch- Yu- Yu- Yu-Gi-Oh chess. Then Yugi was playing Yu-Gi-Oh checkers. <laughs> I'm going to shoot myself in the face. <laughs> Anyways, what's up, man? Do you have any. Before we get into the whole Q&As. Do you want to go over any kind of media you can see? This is how we roll. People, is, we're rolling. Friends and guests of the podcast know that this is how we do. We, we start, we do a little media corner, mm-hmm. and then we take a break, and then we go into the nuts and bolts of what we're doing. The nuts and berries. Uh, my media corner is sports. I got a lot of sports-related stuff. Yeah, you're a big sports guy. I love sports. I play sports. Yeah, you're a sportsman. No, I don't play any sports. I play uh, tonsil hockey with my cat. <laughs> Ew, gross. Um, I went to I went to the you know we have this in here in Las Vegas we have this big giant ass stadium the Allegiant Stadium. Yep. I went to a Raiders game. Oh, that's right. I forgot you went to the Raiders game. Yeah. To go see Green Bay, right? I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, the food. Uh, what do we? Uh, the pretzel bad. I had a pretzel with cheese. Mm-hmm. Pretzels dry. Didn't even feel like a pretzel. You couldn't even. You can't. The, you're the fucking Raiders. You can't pay to get a fucking Auntie Anne's in there. What's the deal? I don't know. Um, and then uh, we had like a mac and cheese. It was it, it was the mac and cheese was good, but it okay. was so rich. I I will say this: bold choice to be in a stadium setting for four hours <laughs> and order the mac and cheese. Well, I'll tell you, I didn't order any of this. Sam ordered it all oh, okay. and came back just with a. Just a cornucopia of of uh, of food. She's like, this costs three hundred dollars, <laughs> pretty much. Um, mac and cheese review, just too rich. Okay, you gotta cut. You gotta cut the mac and cheese. Tell you when you we, <laughs> okay. So whenever you're making like blue box at home, of you course. ever add a little bit? I always feel like it needs more milk. It does. Yeah, I, or a little, or even a, a little bit of water. Even 
Yeah. Of is course. that crazy? No, I, I I always put a little bit more milk than is needed. It just oat so- milk though for me. Oh, that's disgusting. Well, oat a, milk. Oat milk. I know it's gross. I know. That's just um, how I roll. You shouldn't be you shouldn't be cooking with with milk imitations. That's gross. You, it doesn't replace dairy. It's not dairy. You know what? Here's the thing. If if you like you said, if you can cut mac and cheese with water, I can cut it with oat milk. Same thing. Or Gatorade. Sometimes I'll put some Ooh, Gatorade. Little, in you, there. Cu- you need some extra energy for a carbo load. <laughs> the cucumber Gatorade. Ooh, I love that Gatorade. That Gatorade flavor. sucks. No, bro, that flavor is good. It's not good. It is good. What's your favorite flavor? Yellow. Is that the yellow green? Yellow lime? green. Yeah, yeah, that one is good. That's the best one. I think orange is my favorite though. But yellow green is is a top tier for sure. Or yellow, yellow green is good. Orange is good. Mm-hmm. Red is good. Blue you, is bad. You lose me a little bit on blue. I'm yeah. not against it, but I'm not. The white one. Oh, the Arctic ice. <laughs> white flavored things. Mmm. <laughs> it's like using that meme word. Gurry. <laughs> no, um, I don't know what that is. Okay. You'll just send it to me. I'll send it to break. you privately. Um Oh, and, and then we had, um, I guess, I don't know, Sam says she got ripped off. She tried to order, like, uh, like carne asada fries and a big helmet, and they didn't give her the helmet. What? So, I don't know. We have a class action lawsuit against uh, Legion Stadium. Wait, that how much were they charging for that, though? I don't know. I didn't ask. That's inc- I, I, I can't I, even imagine that at an NFL stadium. I kind of intentionally didn't ask because I didn't want to know. Because you don't want to be like, oh, I'll go half squeeze with you on it. But, yeah, I mean, um, you know, I know no one wants to hear about the game. So, that's just the review on... Um, the food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got a bunch of t- uh, Topo Chico seltzers. Ooh, I love Topo. Ooh, the seltzers aren't good, though. I feel like. They're fine. Who cares? All seltzers are just kind of okay to me. Yeah. I just feel like uh, Topo Chico is such a high-ranking, like, se- like seltzered water that the seltzer itself is not... It's not a... Zippy enough. It's not. It's not poppy enough. You know what? And I think I can't. I might have talked about this on the podcast before, and I might have talked about it in personal life. Mm-hmm. I hate this fucking carbonated water elite elitism. Okay. You know, and so they let. Oh, um, there is like almost like we. So when you go somewhere and you get yourself like a, a Topo Chico or carbonated water, yeah. Like I feel like you're not like the the person doing that isn't saying it, but like they think they're better than me because I just got normal still water. Well, here, okay. Here's my thing. Um, whenever I go to a restaurant, I never get sparkling water. Okay. I always, it's still water. Uh, sometimes Carly will get, you know, like a, a Pellegrino or whatever, Ooh. but I'm always like still water. I'm a hardworking blue collar man. Still water, <laughs> please. I always have well vodka, well, whatever. There you go. Um, hell yeah. But I feel like when I'm at home and it's the privacy of my own home, I get it as like a treat for myself. Well, you kick your feet up. I get, you know, kick my feet up. I get a, I get, I get a little can of a, what's it called? A something death with liquid death. Oh. <laughs> The monster energy drinks of uh, seltzer waters. That liquid death. I don't know what's going on with it. It's got to be like a Ponzi scheme or something. Oh, I just came out of nowhere all of a sudden, oh, and absolutely. everyone's drinking it. I'm yeah. like, oh, there's something. Not- it's 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 the it's it's the media controlling yeah. us in some capacity, <laughs> putting 5G wireless in our in our drinking water. <laughs> so anyway, and then there's this. I think maybe the, have you ever seen this Andrew Tate talking about uh, sparkling water? He has a thing about how how you should only drink sparkling water. What? May, uh, yeah, it, 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 you should only drink sparkling water. <laughs> I like how he has the same voice as uh, uh, Jordan Peterson. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's a it's a lower octave. Yes, there does it's just dork speech. Yes, pretty much. Um, but how was the game though? Like, did was the? Let me. We were talking about this before. I think it was at a at a friend's house last weekend that uh, Derek was talking about how boring NFL games are. Was it as... Because bo- it, was, it wasn't your first game, but was it Sam's first game? No, it was my first NFL oh, game. Oh, okay. What did you think about it? Okay, so I mean, look. So around like the 1980s, around, like, around the time that football started getting really, really popular, they optimized the viewing experience. And mm-hmm. now it's like it's so much easier to watch like f- football on TV 
Right. It just sucks watching it in person. But I didn't mind. I actually I had a good time. Because there's so many stops. And yeah. Like, I've watched so many football games in my life that it's like it was kind of like fun to like watch it kind of like a new perspective. I didn't even look at the Jumbotron. So were they still playing like were they playing like commercials and stuff on the Jumbotron? No, they're just playing Everyone Loves Raymond on, on oh, the that's Jumbotron. Cool. <laughs> yeah, they put like six episodes. <laughs> uh, no, uh, no, they don't play the commercials. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Maybe. I I wasn't really paying attention. Okay. Because you, you just said you weren't watching the big show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you know, it was it was fine. It was good. It was it was the biggest room I'd ever been in. I couldn't stop thinking about that. Like, what's the oh, biggest room you you've were, ever been? You were just in general stadium seating, though. right? Yeah. Okay. You weren't in like a box. No. Okay. No. <laughs> That'd be a room within a room. Yeah, that's true. Well, I guess that is. I guess that's true. That is the biggest stadium you've ever been. It in. It was freaking me out a little bit. Really? It was like, man, this is like a giant room because it's a dome. Yeah. You're in a dome. Yeah. Major domage. <laughs> yeah. It was just, it's a, yeah. I mean, you know, that's just, I guess that's kind of like um, a pretty good example of like what it's like to be in uh, my brain. You think uh, a guy's ever thought, like, hey, I'm in a dome right now. I should be getting some dome. <laughs> I think you need to be the first person. To, you, you think that's never happened to anybody? I think you, I think you should spend like a couple hundred dollars to go to a Raiders game and then run out into like the middle of the field and, and just be like, <laughs> let me suck go, off one of the guys. I'm in a dome right now. I should be getting some dome. And then, and then <laughs> get tackled by somebody. Max Crosby can come give you some sloppy toppy at the 40 yard okay. line. No one's going to go helmet to helmet with me. Cave <laughs> my head in. What if, what if Max Crosby tackled you helmet to helmet, but you're not wearing a helmet at full speed and then just started, then just started sucking your ding dong through the face mask. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know because I'd be fucking dead. <laughs> so you probably would be dead. Yeah, That's absolutely. Yeah, that is scary. That's scary to die. Yeah. Should we just? Talk? I was thinking about dying like the other night. I was like, man, what's gonna happen when I fucking die? Do you think you're gonna be scared to die? I'm already afraid to die. Yeah. I'm like a. I'm like obviously like I'm not trying to be like sound cooler than I actually am. Yeah. Like I'm not like incredibly scared to die. I'm just like I'm like I kind of like just eh, I, like everyone should be scared to die. Like your base level fear of death, but I don't feel right. like I'm like over the the hill on 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 death fear. Okay, I feel like I I think I'm right there with you. Like base level like fearing for my life, but mm-hmm. I feel like I'm also sort of I'm like I I need to change my eating habits and my my health stuff so I can live as long as possible. Okay, but that's not like a driving force in my life. It's just something in the back of my head at all times. Dying would suck really bad until it didn't, and then it wouldn't, and then it would just wouldn't well, be anything. Here's the thing: you were dead for millennia before you were born, and you'll just die again, and like that's it. Like you know, <laughs> is that how death it works? Just, it's just the void before you. You know, it's like you're just when you when you go when you black out, like we do every weekend. <laughs> it's just like that, but it's just prolonged. It's just the noid. Um, Avoid the noid. <laughs> I have one more little tiny like media <laughs> corner thing. Okay. Um, so uh, our uh, our uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights. Defending uh, Stanley Cup champions, Absolutely. they they started this. They started their 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 championship reign. Um, hockey season, baby. Yep, we're back. And then so you know, um, I was watching like the opening ceremony. They're getting the cup and everything. And then there's like this like montage of celebrities, like go Knights, you know, various yeah. you know local celebrities, or whatever. And fucking John Taffer is like, of course, he come is. on, ah, let's go, guys, let go Knights. Yeah, and I I. I need someone. Where does he live? Someone has to help me. He I, lives in town. I'm yeah. gonna. I want to show up at his house and TP his house. Just ask him. You reach out to him on Instagram and just ask him where you, where do you live. Oh, you, you can check his Instagram. I've been sending him. I've been commenting on all his posts and sending him messages. Just send him a message like, "Where do you live, pussy?" <laughs> he sees my messages. <laughs> yeah. When I send him messages, it's always seen. Okay. He's leaving you on red. I'm coming for you, John Taffer. It's funny that you say that. I, w- I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos the other night, and there was like this one where these two guys are talking about Bar Rescue. Mm. <laughs> I thought you were talking about you, when you said two guys. I thought you were talking about another video that you like to watch. 
Oh shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, the, yeah, there's two guys commenting on how crazy Bar Rescue is, mm-hmm. and I wanted to send it to you because I feel like it's uh, there's like one there's one where they're like in Boston and there's all these just drunken firefighters who run this bar, and John Taffer's like kind of afraid to get in their faces. <laughs> and I think I think you would have gotten a kick out of that. I would love that. I I love when people like basically just treat John Taffer the way you should when he's like yelling at you, being like. You, nothing about you is intimidating in any capacity. Like, bro, if I had half a chance, I would fuck you <laughs> up. I'm going to find him. John Taffer, I know you're listening. Come get some. I think that's that classifies as a thread. <laughs> we should just say <laughs> we are do, we're, that these are rap lyrics. We're just doing this for the, the jokes. I'm on record. I'm threatening the life of John Taffer. This is all entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just media corner. It's not real in media corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, what's your media? Any 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 uh, uh, reality TV hosts you want to uh, 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 attempt to uh, uh, take their life of? <laughs> or to threaten physically? Uh-huh. No, no. Uh, so, listeners, friends, uh, you know that my birthday was a, what, like a week ago? Like, my birthday. My birthday. Uh, birthday. Like a few my days birthday. ago. It was like Monday. Uh, so on Monday, I was just kind of, it was like a, you know, like a day off for me. And I, Carly was at work. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to fucking do what I love to do by myself. No, stop stop <laughs> i looked up i'm gonna smoke weed and watch youtube wow and i found a a video by the user b minus mask uh on youtube he's got seventy five thousand subscribers he's pretty big uh big he did, shout out he did a a history of fraser on the tv show cheers it's a two and a half hour long video <laughs> about fraser from season three where i think he appears in cheers to season 11 and then into Frasier, the show. And so I was like, fuck, I know what I'm doing for the next two and a half hours. <laughs> and it was great. So if you guys, if you, any of you loved Frasier and if you love YouTube, like I do, I will put it in the show notes. It's a really fun watch. Uh, also there's a, a YouTube channel called Napoleon blown apart. He does these long form video essays on MMA and MMA culture and memes Real good too. If you want to watch that, I'll put the I'll put the show notes in that as well. Yeah, you were telling me before we started recording how excited you were for the Logan Paul and Dennis Dennis fight. Dylan Dennis, that's yeah. it, right? Yeah, Dennis, yeah. Dennis 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 Dennis. Okay. I would just call him Dennis the Menace well, if you, I were going to fight him. Well, you asked. Yeah, but <laughs> you asked me beforehand. You were like, "Hey, who's going to win?" And you mentioned there was going to be a boxing match. So I'm, I'm here to say, if it, if it was a an MMA or any chance of grappling, Dylan Dennis would uh, beat the shit out of uh, Logan Paul. But since it's going to be a boxing match, uh, Dylan Dennis is going to get fucking starched real bad. You heard it here first. I know you're coming. Everyone everyone comes to this podcast for Eric's reality TV or internet celebrity uh, MMA stunt fight predictions. I'm just saying, you want some free money, that's free money. Just put the bets in. Do you think Logan Paul is going to knock out Dylan Dennis? He might. Honestly, well, don't don't say he. Uh, yeah, of course he might. I would, I, I would say when I, I, when knew, I say he I might, there's an over fifty percent chance that he will. I knew the whole reason I asked if he was going to do it is because I knew it might happen. I want you to nut up and tell me if it's going to happen. What? How many? How many rounds? Twelve rounds? I don't know. You're the MMA expert over here. If it's going to be, if it's, you know what? Here, I'll say this. Yeah, Logan Paul will knock out Dylan Dennis in what round? If it's a twelve round bout, uh, probably. Like eight. Does Carly get to peg you if that if that happens? Absolutely. <laughs> this is her when she listens to the episode. This is when she finds out that that's that's what's on the line. Yeah, that's your scapegoat because she never listens to the episode. <laughs> yeah, thank God. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so that's our media corner for this week. Uh, and so let's you want to take a little breaky break? Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a little breaky break. Um, Play some fucking tunes. I'm ready to listen to some music. 
You want to listen to some music, huh? I fucking love listening to music. All right, cool. We'll listen to some music right now by the band Molchat Doma. And we'll what's this band called? Molchat Doma. It's a uh, it's a Russian dark wave band. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say what I want to say we'll because I think everyone on the other side of this break. <laughs> And we're back. This is From Under the Door Tree, and this is Chattahoochee by Alan Jackson. It's a one great mixed, song. One of Mick's favorite songs. Con, a, a king of consent, Alan Jackson. <laughs> Glad to hear it. <laughs> well, we're back from break. How was your break, buddy? Illuminating. I learned a lot of things about you. I didn't like everything that I learned, but... <laughs> hey, that doesn't, that doesn't matter if you like it or not. You still learned something. Learned know? a lot about your protein intake. Well, that's true. You did learn that. I showed you my all my protein powders. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like a joke, but it really is real. So, and it's really, really. <laughs> hey, bro, real. hey, I am a joke. <laughs> so let's get into it then. So, as we mentioned before, we are doing our Q and A's. This is something we've been talking about for what months, like years, years. Honestly, yes, you're right. Uh, what we did was we asked a bunch of you wonderful, wonderful guests slash listeners of the show, what's some stuff you want to ask me and Mick? Like, you know, give us you know the lowdown. You want to learn a little something about us? You want to learn a little something about Fallout Boy? You know, we're here to find out for you. Yeah. Uh, Fuck so, yeah, Ivan. So if you send us a message and you know who you are, uh, thank you so much uh, for doing doing the Lord's work. You know who you are. I'm not going to do the whole... There's so many people, I'm not going to go through the naming, but I want to thank you all. Um, so let's get into it. Okay? I don't want to thank you yet. I'll be... I'll, you want to hear the questions if first. You, oh, my God. Oh, I'm getting emotional. Is um. It? We were, it's, it's hard to tell because you're wearing sunglasses, but you're just getting teary. I see tears <laughs> stream down your, your cheeks. Well, no, not to derail like the, the, the podcast even more than it already uh, does get derailed, but it's getting cool. It, like, you know, all around the world, it's getting cool right now. Actually, is it getting cool all around the world or is it getting hot in Australia? I mean, if you, you, you hey, you're asking, I'm not a scientist, bro. I'm not, I don't know. I just, I just trust the scientists. It's Let one of the, that. it's one of the biggest fucking lies and I can't believe we allow them to tell that it's hot on Christmas in Australia. Bro, do not get into this. This you're, you're delving into dangerous territory. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't want government agents coming knocking down our doors because I'm telling the truth. Because you're not listening to the Green New Deal. Oh my God, Green. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I couldn't get that one out, so we'll just keep going. Um, yeah, you, you, you cried a little bit. Anyway, I'm getting a little like uh, uh, congested a little bit. Yes. I'm not sick. The, Don't the, worry, Eric. The winds in Las Vegas are doing a number on everybody. I've been sneezing the fuck my ass off. <laughs> I've been sneezing my asshole out. <laughs> you are. You do have a big pink sock in your in your. Stop. <laughs> Let's get to the questions. Let's I'm ready. Get to these cues, bro. Okay, let me ask you. Okay, so listener, I've let Mix know some of these questions. I've wanted to keep some of them uh, close to the chest too. Just for maximum impact on him. Yes. Um, so make question number one from our from our listeners. Is it true that you started Kadarius Tony in all leagues for week one? <laughs> it is. I started him in well, no, it is not true. I started him in two leagues. Of your how many leagues? Three? Four. Four. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, great uh, great start. I'm sure everyone wants to, everyone loves to hear about fantasy football on our Fallout Boy podcast. They they definitely intersect. Hey, at um, least at least one. Uh yeah, Kadarius Tony essentially had like the worst rated wide receiver performance in like the last six years, and I started him in two separate leagues. <laughs> what, so. what was your overall draft pick for him? 
You mean where did I draft him? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, like the tenth round. It's, oh, okay. it's not He's like a flyer. Yeah. Come on. Don't you if you want to come for me, you uh, you know what? You fucking every coming for me for my, for drafting Kadarius Tony, you're going to have to try harder than that, all right? <laughs> okay. Uh okay, so the first real question. Uh who got you into Fallout Boy or what was your first Fallout Boy memory? Oh uh, yeah, uh I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Great start. <laughs> well, here you think about it. I, I can go into mine. Yeah, I've go ahead. Uh, so I first heard about Fallout Boy. Like, uh, there was a a woman that I had a brief entanglement with, like junior oh. or like sophomore year. Ooh la la. She was a, a little bit older, so she kind of was like she oh, already my. knew about those things. About <laughs> all those, <laughs> she knew about those womanly things. Uh, and so, like, we were. I was kind. I was into her. We were talking for a little bit, and. Uh, she, she, I, that was the first time I'd ever seen that, that follow up with a green, if you're an old school listener and you're an old school fan of follow up, well, you know, this shirt, it was a green shirt that has Chicago on it. It says, uh, Chicago is for lovers, uh, Chicago soft Chicago soft core porn. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago soft core fallout boy kind of thing. Um, and I was like, what is this band? And she was, you know, she told me like, oh, this is a pop punk band. And I think I listened to like Grand Theft Autumn. Obviously it was like the first song I heard from it. And I was like, oh my God. This album's amazing. Whoa! And I, I downloaded it off of Napster, and I was like, "This is great." You were you were you were hanging out with her, and like, "Oh my god, this rocks!" Can I do you now? Can you? <laughs> I, you know, thinking back, she was way out of my league, but so you know, I'm, I'm you know, I, I could take the wins where I got them. I remember I showed up, I showed up to her house. We we're gonna like we were like making out, like we skipped school to like make out one night mm-hmm. or one day, <laughs> and it was I remember because I remember this. I w- it was like 2000 and f- early like 2004, mm-hmm. and I was like I got I'm gonna go vote. It's my first time to go to ever go vote. <laughs> and this girl was like, Hey, why don't you come over? Like my parents aren't home. And I was like, Okay, I'll do that instead. <laughs> and I was like, You know, I, I showed up in like a <laughs> like I dropped my drop my phone. I I showed up in like imagine like we're gonna talk about Fall Out Boy fashion. I was wearing a a long sleeve button up shirt. With a thrice T-shirt over it, <laughs> and she was like, "Wow, you look so cool!" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, let's make out." And I won't. And I won't get. I won't vote for George W. Bush. Yeah, because when I was younger, I was very like Christian conservative. Oh yeah. So thankfully, I got to you know make out with this chick and then have the time to change my <laughs> views and vote for somebody else. Four next... more years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Four more years. Yeah, so wow. that's how I that's why how I first heard about Fallout Boy. Wow, that's a good story. Yeah, I didn't know I didn't know how you're gonna tie uh, uh, George W. Bush in, into that. All but. my stories you'll see as we go through this they all tie to George <laughs> W. Bush. You really landed the plane. Um, you, look, you told me you were gonna give me a second to think about it. I've thought about it. I literally have no idea, and I don't know. Really? I don't know if that's interesting or not. I could not tell you the first moment that I heard them. I think it just. The collective zeitgeist yeah. of the early 2000s, like mall emo yeah. scene, pop punk thing, whatever you want to call yeah. it. I couldn't tell you the moment that I was like aware of them. Well, yeah, everybody was giving each other CDs. Everybody exactly. was like, you're always getting CDs at shows. I was always like, asking you if you want two CDs. Yeah, that's true. You did. And I'd say, I always say, yes, please, every time. <laughs> um, you know, again, uh, the. I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't, I have like distinct Fall Out Boy memories. Right. Like listening, listening to them in at uh, Mato Komodo's and playing Yu Gi Oh, uh-huh. um, but I couldn't tell you like what the first time was because I knew because I'm sure that wasn't the first time because I was I I have <laughs> I remember my inner dialogue while listening to that record on that day because okay. I was thinking about like the like the hardcore vocals 
Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I might have like weird brain damage because I can remember like my inner monologue from like literally 20 years ago, thinking, <laughs> like listening to a record. So, um, yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't tell you. Sorry. Okay, Whoever answered that okay. question, <laughs> fuck you. I mean, that, that is your answer, though. Yep. So that, that is an answer. Okay. Question number two or three, I guess. Uh, <laughs> what got you into pop punk? What got me into pop punk? Uh, I wouldn't uh, um, just. Well, I guess the first kind of music thing I was into was like that kind of Green Day, Blink One to some Forty One, Good Charlotte thing. Yeah, and that was just kind of like yeah, I was just like, oh, this you know, honestly, it's like this is probably this is just the kind of rockish music that seems to appeal to me at the time. Yeah, you know, but, uh, yeah, and then I, I wouldn't say I'm even like. A, categorize myself as a big like pop punk fan mm-hmm. um necess- necessarily yeah you're like scott defines who i am as a person yeah <laughs> and i will never turn my back on scott Oop. yeah exactly okay. thanks i've heard that a million fucking times <laughs> well you're well, a million and one what about you are you your world's biggest pop punk fan where do yeah, you start you know getting into it uh so i think we talked about this on the show before maybe like our first episode so nobody's listened to that um hopefully yeah right uh I think it was around 2002, 2003. I was still like a heavy like hip hop kid, so I was listening to like a lot of 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying, uh, Fabulous, a lot of Fabulous. <laughs> um, and it was like around that time they were making the transition to like a lot of radio rap was like kind of being heavily crunk in- inspired, and crunk never really kind of did it for me. Um, the, the, the only southern uh, the only southern mute like rap I like is like Outkast or like Bubba Dungeon- Sparks. Bubba Sparks, of course, Back in the Mud. <laughs> Uh, back in the mud. Yeah, that's a great song. Uh, you know, Dungeon Family, a lot of stuff like that. Killer Mike, uh, UGK. So I was like, I was like, okay, well, this a lot of the radio stuff is getting really old to me. Uh, and so my little sister Kayla, she was like, hey, like I like these like simple plant CDs and stuff. And <laughs> you know, it was through that that I was like, okay, like I I like rock and roll. It's okay. Uh, and then one of our Mutual acquaintances, uh, Tone, uh, Las Vegas scene person. Big shout out to one of our favorite people. <laughs> uh, he was like, "Hey, you got because I've I, I've known Tone since we were like eight years old." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he was like, you know, he kind of knew I was kind of getting back into rock and ro- getting into rock and roll. And he was like, "Hey, you ever listen to Coheed and Cambria?" And I was like, <laughs> "No, bro, give it to me." And he, he gave me a copy of uh, Second Stage Turbine Blade. He gave me a copy of uh, Seosin's, uh What's that white album? The white album? Uh, that, the, whatever, whatever's on, it's whatever. got like a bug on it? Yeah. The bug album. Got a, yeah, the bug album. Whatever's got seven years on it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and so... Shaoshin, Seosin, the world yeah. we never know. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, I would just listen to that. And then I think my first show was, uh, obviously, it was Rufio and Census Fail. I went with him to that. Oh, yeah. I uh, ran into our mutual friend, Lance Enright, uh, namesake of our fantasy football league. Lance! Lance Shout, shout out to Lance Enright. We love you, Lance. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. Yeah, shout out to Tone, one of the finest misogynists the East Side of Las Vegas ever produced. That is true. I, <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't know. I haven't. I haven't really kept up with Tone. Oh, you're not. You're not texting him. No, no, no. Not this, especially not right now. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, that's the beauty of you know growing up together. We know a bunch of scumbags that we don't talk to anymore. <laughs> that is true. Very true. Uh, and if you're one of those listening right now, we we do love you and we appreciate that you're listening to the show. But yeah, shout not, out to we, Tell. We will not answer your calls. What a, cra- <laughs> what a crazy mo- like. Tell, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to go as far as to dox him. I'm not going to say his full name. But what if you are Tone, this person just from our past, 
And somehow you're like, oh, Mick and Eric have a podcast. And you start listening to it and you're just being berated. Like, <laughs> We're sorry, but also <laughs> you brought this on yourself. We're sorry, but do better. True. All right. You want to go to the next question? I'd love to. In a stop making sense style film, what song would Patrick play alone on stage to start? So for listeners who do not know what Stop Making Sense is, it is the live tour concert footage film by Talking Heads that Mick and I saw last week. It starts off with David Byrne, the lead singer of Talking Heads, coming out on stage by himself saying, hey, I'm going to play a tape for you. He starts playing Psycho Killer on bass or on a, sorry, <laughs> starts playing it on guitar and uh, <laughs> paging Dr. Freud. And yeah, that's how it starts. So if you had to guess or if you had to say what would work best for Patrick playing by himself, what song would work for that? Yeah, A24 got their hands on Talking Heads and now all the fucking hipsters are into it again, huh? That is true. Um, Yeah, what you you'll pee stump coming out, you know, rocking out. What would he play acoustically? It'd probably be Grand Theft Autumn, right? I mean, I guess so. Because, I mean, if you look at it from that standpoint, like, Psycho Killer is probably their biggest hit at the time. Yeah. And that would be their fir- their earliest biggest hit. But their probably biggest hit would be, what, fucking Centuries? Yeah. Who's Centuries live, like, by himself on acoustic? That um, would suck. Yeah. Maybe it's my song's Note You Did in the Dark. Okay. Like, there's, there, there's a couple ways to answer this. Like, I honestly kind of think that if we're talking about what is the Fall Out Boy's equivalent to Psycho Killer, mm-hmm. um, it's what my songs note you did in the dark. Yeah. Which is a crazy true. sentence that no one's ever said before. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, Fall Out Boy wouldn't have a Stop Making Sense style film. That's like a big, you yeah. know, again, like uh, uh, artsy, artsy, fartsy but thing. But they are kind of artsy, fartsy, though. They have the Youngblood Chronicles. <laughs> I guess. I think you're being serious, so I'm sorry for laughing. <laughs> you piece of shit. Uh, I would say, uh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm just going to say my songs don't eat in the dark. Okay. I would say Chicago So Two Years Ago. It's an early song. Okay. But also it kind of, it kind of... Uh, harkens back to their beginnings mm-hmm. and i think in that stripped down kind of way where it's just patrick on acoustic guitar or more realistically piano it would be i think that uh chicago so two years ago would be cool you know in stop making sense uh uh half the band uh leaves and for the uninitiated uh the band tom tom club is half of the members of talking heads yes and they do one tom tom uh song tom tom club song yeah the one song you know that right did it the something something of love the mariah carey song yeah um uh do you think if they did like a a a stop making sense like film uh the rest of the band would leave and just they would do one race trader song no they would be, it would be pete and bb rexa <laughs> and they do that that one song that they have that'd be good that'd be fucking sick bro not uh, um <laughs> Yeah, there you go. A little, a little, a little something for all the Talking Heads fans out there. A little amuse bouche for those for those guys. <laughs> all right, next question. If we talked about this, you're a sports guy. Like Swifty and Kelsey, who is the most famous person a Fallout Boy dated? Is this this is a simple? I think this is a, this is a question asked by somebody who does not really know about Fallout Boy because it's clearly Ashley Simpson and that's it. Well, my understanding is that um, Andy Hurley briefly dated Barack Hussein Obama. Oh, is that true? In the summer of while that he was president, he, that was after that was before uh, he was with that guy in that car and they smoked crystal meth. I'm gonna go home and watch that interview tonight. Like I, I hate you. To, haven't watched it already. I, you love Tucker Carlson. <laughs> you do, asshole. <laughs> Neither one of us do. Don't listen to that. Um, 
Oh uh, yeah, it's it's actually actually something. I think we even talked about this a couple of, like many many episodes ago. I was looking at like their dating history. Yes, there's some dumb website that keeps track of like yeah, celebrity. Yeah, yeah. Joe and Andy didn't have anything at all. Patrick had a bunch of like literally just normal human beings, yeah. like non celebrities. And then it's goddamn Ashley something. So I think that's it. Yeah, for sure. Um, unlike brand new, has every member Good. of Fall Out Boy kept a squeaky clean past? <laughs> Um. Wh- yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. Like, I mean, I know Pete had his. Like, Pete was a a, a tabloid darling, but mm-hmm. I don't think Pete ever did anything that was like. Uh, so we haven't talked about this on the podcast, but I I talked I listened to it on one of those deep dive videos on Fall Out Boy. Okay, and we might we might end up doing an episode on this like sometime. Just oh man, to address you're it. scaring me. Just say it. I'm getting nervous. Pete had like a. There was maybe grooming allegations. Like this girl was like really young she, when she was like, mm. you know, she was like a teenager, like 18, 19. Um, and she like lived with him. And then like he was, I think he was seeing her before he started seeing Ashley Simpson. Okay. Um, I, I don't want to get too into it, like any details, because I, I haven't done enough research on it. But there are that is one of the, the things that kind of popped up in his past of like. It was probably not a good thing that he did. Hey, look, if you're part of the Fallout Boy diehard out there, let us know what happened with this situation. Yeah, honestly, if you know about it, like, all I, all I know is what I saw in that fucking video. So if you want to, you know, I'll sit my white ass down and listen. <laughs> and uh, you can email us at doortreepod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just let us know, like, what's going on. Or where at least I can go to research this better. So if we, if we do do an episode later down the line, we know where to look. Patrick got Patrick got arrested for driving without a license. That's true. That is true. My, sh- he got the headshot. Tisk tisk. Sh- shame. What's this? The, 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 the <laughs> rubbing, my... rubbing your finger thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen anyone do that. Shame, fucking... shame. <laughs> shame. Remember that? Oh, the bell. Yeah. Like, uh, Game of Thrones. God, that was fucking stupid. Hey, remember how much how much we loved Game of Thrones and we watched it every week? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was a fun time. It was a good time. We had a good time. I there, wish I had time that, that had that time back. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, honestly, just throw away eight years. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. All right. So let's get into some fun questions. Let's have some fun. All right, Mick. Fuck Mary Kill. Your <laughs> Fallout Boy albums. All of them? Yeah. You well, there's choose, more than three. Well, you, okay. Okay. So oh, fuck. I guess. Thanks, Lauren. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's do this. Uh, we'll go. One of the pre-hiatus, one post-hiatus, and then So Much for Stardust. Okay? Okay. So we'll go Fuck, Mary Kill, So Much for Stardust, uh, Save Rock and Roll, or Fully Ado. <laughs> I'd marry Fully Ado, Kill So Much, Kill, Save Rock and Roll. I'd marry... I'd marry... Oh, it's harder now. I'd marry Fully Ado. Okay. I'd kill Save Rock and Roll, and I'd have an intimate moment with So Much for Stardust. That's easy. Is that easy? It's super should easy. I, should, I change, should I change it then? <laughs> what, would, what would you? What would the three albums be if you wanted to do it? Okay, like I mean, like if you can't put "Take This to Your Grave" in there because that's an instant marry. Yeah, you like this I. is we're you know we're bending the rules of FMK here. I, yes. but, like in the spirit of the question, I would marry "Take This to Your Grave." I'd kill "Save Rock and Roll." Fuck you, bro. And I'd have an intimate moment with Folly Ado. That's just who you would choose from the the pool of CDs. Yeah, Folly Ado would be some fucking road strange. That oh, okay. <laughs> what about you? I'll, okay, I, so we're just pulling from the pool then. Okay, you know what? I'm here. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm taking over. Okay. I'm F FMK. Um, Paxam days. Okay. Uh, you will always be the B side to my heart. Tongue. Tongue. 
Um, and uh, oh, what's the name of the EP? I'm drawing a blank that Lake we like. Kid. Lake Effect Kid? Lake Effect Kid. You, so marry, like, you marry Lake Effect Kid. These are all like little tiny Fallout Boy things, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, okay. You, you marry, my heart will always be the B-side to my tongue. You, fuck. Uh, okay. <laughs> you, oh, fuck, Lake Effect Kid is, like the song itself is just so good that I can't just kill that album. Um, but you want to. You fuck Lake Effect Kid. You marry Paxam Days. No! You, okay. You, okay, look, okay, fine, fine, fine. You, you fuck Lake Effect Kid. Oh my god, Eric, you figure it listen, out. You fuck Lake Effect Kid. You marry, my heart will always be the B side of my tongue. And you kill uh, Paxam Days. If you like Fallout Boy and you listen to this podcast, that was some of the most diligent Fallout Boy conversation we've had in a very long time. So I hope you enjoyed it. Because you're not getting that ever again. <laughs> no, you'll get it again at some point. We're not sure when. All right. That was good. Fuck Mary Kill, the Fallout Boys. <laughs> you can leave one out. We're just pulling from the pool of boys. And one of them just gets pulled out. Yeah, it pulled out. <laughs> Um, I probably, man, that one's hard. I probably, you know what? I'm going to just trust my gut. Probably Mary Patrick. Um, of course. I'm so Okay, go on. Have an intimate moment with Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I wouldn't kill any of them. No, I'm not. You have to kill. No. You have to kill them. I don't have to. You have to kill one. I will sacrifice myself then. If you can. <laughs> I'll sacrifice myself to save Pete Wentz and Joe Sherman's <laughs> yeah. life. But I get to smash a little Andy Hurley beforehand. Can I Andy's do- smashing you. Let's be real. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like three inches taller than him. <laughs> Only three inches taller? Than- <laughs> You've got like half a foot on him, buddy. Uh, y- no. Yeah, I don't. I mean... I I wouldn't I don't want to kill either, any of them. You have to. That's the that's if the I had to kill one, it'd be Pete. But I don't want to kill him. I don't want to kill Pete. All right, you heard it here first. You marry Patrick. You fuck Andy, and you kill Pete. That's your fuck Mary kill. Me and Joe just fucking go to Denny's on Tuesday nights. Hey, bro, you want to Denny's after this? <laughs> yeah, big plate of scrambled eggs. Ooh. Right after I got done that's pork so- and Andy Hurley. <laughs> you All right, before that. <laughs> What's yours? You ever, you ever have sex with a, b- a belly full of scrambled eggs? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, fuck, Mary kill for me. Obviously, I fuck. I fuck. I, I fuck. fuck. I fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I think I'm... I, I fuck Andy. I marry Patrick. And I kill Joe. I keep Pete. Wow. Sorry. Yeah, that didn't seem hard for you. Hey, you seem excited to kill... Of, I was like, oh, I got the bloodlust. <laughs> Uh, Tromaniacs, speak out. Uh, don't let this go um, unserved. Look, Fuck Eric. Troheads, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Tromaniacs is a lot better. Just Tromaniacs is yes. better. That is true. <laughs> okay, next question. Let's All keep right. this ball fucking rolling. All right. What are your favorite Fallout Boy fashions, or what are the best and worst looks <laughs> for any Fallout Boy Christ. member? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't really think a lot about like, I their gave you fashion. time before this to think about it. You know, it does. I think the 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 one of the most the biggest Fall Out Boy uh, transformation is just Andy. How he went from that the weird long hair like look, a soccer mom kind of yeah, like <laughs> to this big bad beef daddy Andy Hurley. <laughs> I mean, that is true. 
So post CrossFit, Andy Hurley is the best Fallout Boy look. I think yeah, that's got to be. There's I mean, a, I know I, that's not funny, and you want me to say like Fedora Pete or something right, like right. or Fedora Patrick, you know. Uh, uh I you, you know, I did find a picture of Andy where he's wearing a um, what was uh, what's that? What that uh, lingerie <laughs> that does no the defenseman for Green Bay, uh, the big blonde one. Oh yeah, Clay Matthews. He had a Clay Matthews jersey on. Yeah. I think I might be totally wrong about this. I think he might be from Wisconsin. Like he's really? born in Wisconsin or oh. something like that. So he's like, um, uh, but don't quote me on that. Um, in spirit of the question, you know, uh, the, the kind of save rock and roll era, Joe Troman haircut. I really like a lot, even though I, I'm always shiting on uh save rock and roll, mm-hmm. but that, that kind of big Joe Troman hair. I like, I like that. Oh yeah. His hair is great. It's long. Um, bad Fallout Boy looks. I mean, all of them. <laughs> Let's be totally honest. Like, I mean, I, to be fair, like that is a time in your age. Your when you're a young person, you typically don't dress very right, well. Of course. Um, so I love it, and I'm nostalgic, and I appreciate it. And, and but it's not like good. Like you, they, you know, they kind of look like fucking ding dongs a little bit. You know. True. Uh, Andrew John Hurley, born 1980, Menominee Falls, Wisconsin. There you go. He's a Wisconsin boy. Yeah, famous Wisconsin. All sound. those cowboys in Wisconsin. You know? <laughs> what do you do? You have any? Do you? What, what's I, your? I have le- a couple. Um, so I think the worst look, hands down, it's Patrick and Pete in the American Sweethearts video with the the uh, the yellow tuxedo and the weird like <laughs> lip paint. Oh yeah, we we hated that. We hated that. <laughs> uh, best look, uh, Patrick Patrick Stump, where he's all demoned out in fucking uh, Youngblood Chronicles. <laughs> Hey, you know what? It's not hard to please me. You got to be you got a dirty man with a leather jacket. I love it. I'm all over it. <laughs> um, I love how I gave like a serious answer and you just gave a fucking silly ass answer. You like Patrick Demon Patrick. That's Demon you, Patrick. I love it. the yellow Christ. the yellow Michael Vick eyes. I love it. Oh my god. Death Note Patrick. <laughs> Ooh. Um Yeah, the uh, iconic fashions. Of course. Uh, you, you know, I'm sure if someone can find a picture of one of the members of Fallout Boy wearing a long sleeve. What were you? A long sleeve button up shirt with a thrice T-shirt over it. Yes. Or any T-shirt. I, I, I tell you, I, I saw that look. I saw. OK, so this is 2003. Keep in mind. <laughs> I saw Pharrell do that. And I was like, mm. I want to do that because Pharrell, when he was in NERD, was like the coolest fucking guy in the world. He was so like, you know, he's like a skater kind of hip hop vibe. <laughs> and that was me at the time. Yeah, I was just like Pharrell and Chad, <laughs> and just as successful as Pharrell, Exa- and I still am <laughs> in the editing world. Of course, yeah, <laughs> I do so much editing. Yeah, you're the you're the Pharrell of copywriting. I mean, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, also, I'm on LinkedIn. If you want to find me, if you want to hire me for copywriting, <laughs> I am I am available. Um, all right, so this is one from our, another one of our listeners. If you had to get a Fallout Boy tattoo. Lyrics, logo, anything right now, what would it be? Boy, howdy. I'd, um, I have no idea. Uh, you know, I would just get like like block Times New Roman words. Okay. On my knee. Okay. That says, the t- it would just read the 2003 album, Take This to Your Grave by the band Fall Out Boy from Chicago. <laughs> That's Illinois. what it would say. That'd be cool. That'd be cool, honestly. And it, wouldn't, it would just be like, just no, 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 no bells and whistles. It would just, it would just say that. That's cool. Honestly, that's, you know, here's the thing. You know, you and I, we run pretty much one of the biggest Fallout Boy podcasts on the internet. Oh, the biggest podcast on the internet. That is true. In terms of downloads, absolutely. <laughs> um, 
we should get tattoos for Fallout Boy. Sure, we should I'll get Fallout Boy tattoos. We we know. I'm not saying that's not a suggestion. I shouldn't say it like that. We are getting Fallout Boy tattoos. Yeah, and you heard it here first. Uh, shout Breaking out to, news! Shout out to one of our listeners that I mentioned a couple episodes ago from uh, Brazil who already had a Fallout Boy tattoo. Looked real cool. Um, and uh, their band, Blessed Toys Banda, on Instagram. <laughs> um, I'll in uh, I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. I, um, and I know the 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 person you just you just mentioned, um, has this tattoo. Yeah. Uh, I hate Fallout Boy's logo. Oh, the it's weird terrible. triangle yeah, yeah, yeah. with the I crown. Yeah. I, I do not. That just me. Look, if you guys, if you Fallout Boy, yeah, Fallout Boy Nation, if you guys like it, you know, fucking whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat and finds your lost remote. Good for you. I just don't like their logo at all. Well, you're also very heavily like American traditional type of tattoo guy. You know, yeah, mo- yeah, most. It really wouldn't kind of mesh with your. It'd kind be a little of, weird. It'd be a little weird. It'd be a little weird. Uh, maybe I would do a. Uh, I would do like a, a Fallout Boy if there were anime characters, and I would do like a manga panel. Like, uh, you ever watch? Well, Mick, you you know, uh, in the Naruto manga where uh, uh, Itachi is uh, doing the head yes. the head tap thing to yes, Sasuke uh, once he dies after uh, Sasuke kills him, mm-hmm. I would do that, but it would be uh, Pete and Patrick. One of my favorite Naruto panels. Yeah, of course, it's so sad. Uh, yeah, Naruto you. big shippuden. Yeah, because uh, because Itachi like. Kaka- or not Kakashi, uh, Sasuke thinks that you know Itachi's going to get his eye, and so he's reaching for his eye, but he actually taps him on the forehead, which is what Itachi used to do as they were when they were children. I smell toast, just to be like, "Hey, I love you, little brother," because Itachi always loved Sasuke the entire time. Kakara and Hitachi. He was the biggest double agent that the Kanoha Village has ever known. <laughs> I I almost accidentally made a really racist joke right now. Oh, okay, I was well, gonna say who, who else? Samsung. Well, you didn't almost <laughs> accidentally. You just did it right now. I, but if you say that it's almost, it's, uh, but I stopped myself realizing that it was. It I stopped was, myself from saying it, but I just said it for you. Also, I didn't mean it though. Oh, okay. I don't think there's a Naruto character named Samsung. There's, a, just guy, there's a guy named Samsung, <laughs> like Shang Sung. Sam Sam Hung. Samo Hung. Ooh, you ever <laughs> see Samo Hung in a? What you know, Sam O'Hung, the the meatloaf a day, meatloaf a day, Sam O'Hung. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Next fucking question: Vans or Converse? Vans, Vans, Vans. I wore uh, I wore Converse um, uh, 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 through like kind of the the maybe the first half of high school. Yeah. Then I switched to Vans, and probably pretty much only wear wore Vans um, or Doc Martens. Uh, for a very long time. I got New Balances now. Shout out to New Balance. I got my Vans on, but they look like sneakers. No, these are my... These are my. Uh, oh, you're not wearing any shoes I'm wearing, at all. I'm wearing my... Uh, Toes out my, on the gram. My Benberry... That's crazy. I'm wearing my Benberry Crocs right now. <laughs> those, are, those are those are Amazon. Those are fucking... <laughs> what's the Chinese... It's AliExpress. <laughs> what's the, Ch- the Chinese Amazon? What's the... AliExpress. No, there's another thing. These are, these are bootleg reproductions of the Benberry Crocs uh, I got from... Someplace on Reddit, got them for like thirty bucks. Meatloaf a day. Meatloaf a day. You're wearing those busted ass. You're wearing them them damn Daniels. Those damn what are those? Daniel, what are those? <laughs> I told that I said that joke to Carly the other day. She's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I, go, I, go, I went. I went. What are those? And she goes, "What? What are you talking about?" We used to be a proper country. What happened? To us? <laughs> there was a time where everyone would know what you were saying if you said, "What are those?" You, and, I, I, well, it, we were at the uh, the Gilcrease Orchard, and I, I was rolling in the dirt. I rolled up, and I went, "What I love are it. those?" It's my favorite Adele song. <laughs> yeah, I was rolling in the dirt. Rolling. <laughs> uh, I'm also a Vans guy. Uh, I, you know, I obviously wear a lot of Nikes and stuff because I'm a cool dude. But uh, you know, 
my one of my favorite shoes of all time is the the Vans Half Cab. Uh, also the old school. You can't beat the mm. old school. The old school is a uh, it, the old school is a perfect sneaker. It really uh, is. So you ever think about like old shoes and like man, what ha- I used to have like these red half mm-hmm. cabs. I was like, man, what happened to those? They don't shoes? sell half cabs anymore. Like they're not. They're very like I guess they kind of mm-hmm. fell out of vogue. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I mean, I loved half cabs. I had ugly half cabs though. They had like the half cab logo like stitched onto the side of it. Uh huh. It was gross. I had a pair of yellow leather half cabs and I loved them. But I never, you could never <laughs> wear yellow shoes on anything. Yellow leather shoes. Yellow leather <laughs> shoes. Yeah, I know. Well, they were, it, they were like supreme half cabs. So like, okay, you know. But um, yeah, dude, Vans. Here's the thing with with a uh, fucking Converse, and we have friends that wear Converse. Rod, mm-hmm. uh, he, you know, the high top, the high top Converse, like. The tongue just slips to the side. You ever wear like a pair of like? Oh yeah, and they just you're you're walking on the tongue of your shoe. I fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not playing fucking basketball in 1950. I don't need to wear high top Converse <laughs> with the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> was that the theme for the Andy, Andy Griffith? I think show? it was Andy Griffith. <laughs> oh boy! Wow, what a, a good references from 70 years ago. <laughs> yeah, when fucking. Uh, <laughs> When fucking Howard, uh, what's his name? Ron Howard. Ron Howard was like seven years old. <laughs> Do you know? Oh my god! Do you know how that uh, that uh, that's what? probably the maybe the, the deepest cut reference we've ever. Oh, made. the, Andy the idea that that Ron Howard was the little boy on the Andy Griffith show. I feel like you and I are the only people who listen to this podcast. Oh yes, that. absolutely. <laughs> I want you. Okay, guests and listeners, reach in and be honest. I'm willing. I I want to be wrong about this because I want to feel like I. Am even like a like slightly younger than I actually am. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you knew that Ron Howard was the little boy on the Andy Griffith show, just confirm that you knew that information. Yeah, let us know, and also let us know if you knew that Ron Howard's brother was uh, the baby from Star Trek that had uh, <laughs> that was able like to talk like a, an adult. He's he's also in uh, Austin Powers. Yeah. <laughs> I know he is. In many ways, sir, the big boy never left. <laughs> what a great film! What a one, the, one of the best Las Vegas films. Okay, before we go on to a twenty-minute tangent about Austin Powers, let's yes. go to the next question. All right, next question. Real simple. How do we meet? Do you? Do, I think I should field this one. Yeah, please do. Um, I think we we might have talked about this. We before. have talked about like the first episode. Um, I was friends with Eric's little sister, uh, the immortal Kayla Tillman. <laughs> God. Um. And my sophomore year of high school and Eric's junior, senior year, junior year. No, I think it was, you know what? I was wrong. It's my junior year and your senior year. Okay. That makes sense for Mr. Persin. Yes. Um, we were in Mr. Persin's psychology class, a truly unhinged class where we watched, I remember watching, (laughs) did we watch Sybil in that class? Yes, we did. We did watch Sybil. The woman with the seven personalities. Yes. Um, on the very first day we were seated next to each other. Um, and you tapped me on the back and said, you're suck your dick. <laughs> no, you said, you're friends with my sister. I know you. You're friends with my sister. And I was like, yeah, hey, hey, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. You want an autograph? <laughs> um, you were using your real voice at the time. <laughs> and did you like draw a picture of me or something like that? There was like a picture of like some kid with like a big curly haired head and yeah. i just drew glasses on him i was like hey this is you you know truthfully like i as i was like kind of um uh talking about andy's old look i kind of had andy's absolutely old look. Did. like yes. the, the long curly hair was a kind of a, a hair saw i had through, through a, a good chunk of you of did school, yeah so. uh mr persons class was uh one of those one of those golden eras like in high school where you know that like 
you could just walk all over this teacher and he would not do a goddamn thing. So you could just do whatever the fuck you want. It was great. We were, we were not like that big of assholes. We respected him while we kind of... Bo- we also called him by his first name. Do you yeah, remember we did. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> we gave him a hard time. We, we did. But we but also- it was all good natured. Though. Yes, exactly. Um, man, that, uh, this is weird to bring that classroom was so long and thin. Oh, I know. Yeah. I was it, just, I was like, it. it was only three, three seats wide. Yeah. It was very thin. Shout out to Mr. Percent. Yeah. I, I remember cause it was like, it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, he, he knew that it was like, yeah, you guys are goofing off, but you're not like, we're not like, Hey, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Like fucking nerd. Yeah. Like it was like, Hey, it was all good. Like he would, he tried to separate us and then we yeah. just like. You know, he'd go to the bathroom or something. He'd be back in the regular seats. He's like, we, he'd just cross, put his hands on his hips like, I thought I told you guys. <laughs> Whoopsie. Uh, we had a fun time. And, great. and then, I mean, we, we basically, we had a very, like, like I, we had a very large group of friends. And we all, we, we went to the same high school, obviously. We lived on the same side of town. We had all the same friends. We were mm-hmm. listening to the same music. And so just kind of just even beyond that class, it kind of just evolved from there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh do you remember we we were doing like you and I were doing like a a class presentation, and then I like I think we just started devolving into like talking about like Star Wars for like ten minutes in front of the class. <laughs> I don't remember that, but it sounds like a hundred percent like something that I slash we would do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, are we ever doing? What? I was gonna say I think Louie probably had a big influence on us becoming like really hanging out a lot. I would. Well, say. Yeah, we just hang out at Louie's house. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That was like the he had that that the house where you know it was like. A lot of space. His parents were like, hey, it's cool if you guys hang out. Like, no big uh-huh. deal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, Louie, who we bring up on every podcast, lives like across the street from the high school we lived to or, or, or went to. Um, and so it was very much like a meeting place. And so I think that's a lot of like friendships were solidified in those four walls. They always had a stocked fridge too. I just go in there, get some fucking salsa and some chips. Ooh, like, so dude, oh my God. They always had soda. You're right. Yeah. And we could always play rock band. We could always play rock band, but never drums. <laughs> You're not allowed to play drums. That's Louis. That's Louis. You, you, Louis plays the drums. You know, I should be the bass aficionado with how, how many times I had to play fucking bass on rock band. <laughs> You, uh, Mick, just stick to the root notes, okay? Uh, hey guys, can I play guitar, drums, or sing? No! Mick, you only get to play drums, or, or bass, and you only play it on easy mode. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Uh, are we ever doing a Paramore episode? I hope not. Fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> We're absolutely doing a Paramore episode. Yeah, we'll do a Paramore episode. We should do, like, we, I mean, obviously you and I, we love After Laughter. That yes. That's the best Paramore album to mm-hmm. us. Uh, do we just do like Paramore after laughter and that's it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, reach, if you guys want to do a Paramore episode, reach out. I will tell you this. Um, my kind of relationship with Paramore is kind of really is similar to Fallout Boy. Only I never liked Paramore. <laughs> yeah. Like I, Paramore really started getting big around 2005, 2006. And we were already kind of past pop punk. We were about to graduate high school yeah. or graduated high school. And it felt like adolescent at the time. It yeah. felt like recycled. Um, I, I'm just being... Riot's a very juvenile. Like, it's very aimed at, like, middle school, early high school. Exactly. I'm just being honest about my interpretation of the yeah. record at the time. No, that's how they that's how they promoted it. So exactly. I get it. Yeah. it was like, you know, it just wasn't for me. It was like I had heard a million mall emo bands yeah. up until that point and they were just the next one to get big and i was like it didn't it it didn't sound particularly there's no real reason for you to kind of go back to that exactly yeah for sure but i do legitimately think after laughter is like a masterpiece and i really oh, like absolutely the, and i really like the new record too i haven't listened to it enough but i i have kind of come around on the singles at first mm-hmm. i was like oh this kind of sucks but yeah like this is why it's like mm-hmm. that's a good song i like it i like the french song 
So I guess in some ways uh, we have all do resistance. <laughs> Je ne sais quoi. We have almost like an opposite like um uh, uh experience with Fall Out Boy to, to Paramore. True. I just like the like the very very new stuff and don't like the old stuff at all. Uh, I like when uh when Chad posted Haley's tits on Twitter. <laughs> That's crazy. Was that, that on out. Twitter? Was it on Twitter? You like, or was it Instagram? It, it, that was like, an, it, it was on Twitter. <laughs> was it Twitter? I actually, I'm not. A, I don't remember if he, if he did he do did he posted it? Or yeah, did it Chad. Get, Chad posted it. You should have to go it was to jail on, for that. It was, it was the Chad ball. <laughs> hey, Chad ball. If you're listening, we know you're listening. Uh, we love Shai Halud. We love uh, <laughs> international superheroes of hardcore, newfound glory. Uh, if that was on Twitter, let us know. Serious conversation about Chad. I like a lot of music you've put out. You shouldn't have done that. Yeah, that's that, bad. That was his wife at the time. <laughs> could you like? Could you imagine? Like, what the fuck? Check my Twitter feed tonight. Sam, <laughs> <laughs> cr- don't, don't look. Stop! 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 stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chad. Uh, poor form. Poor form. Yeah. Uh, Mick, what's your favorite part of Las Vegas? Uh, my favorite location or favorite aspect? Uh, I get no, no. I think uh. Maybe we'll do both. Uh, your favorite region of Las Vegas? Um, you know, uh, this is a little inside baseball. We're both from the east side of Las Vegas. Of course. It's very much like the kind of more working class part of town, I would say. Working class, a lot of immigrants have moved there. More ethnically diverse. Ethnic, yes, I'm sure. Yes. Um, it's got a weird, it's got a, it's got its very much its own kind of vibe. It's kind of farmy and ranchy at the yeah. same time. Uh, we, I love that part of town. I'll know that it'll always be part of me. Um, but you know, I lived in the downtown region for Over like the last year, like probably uh, like 13 ish yeah. years or so. Um, so one of those, yeah, not Northtown, not Summerlin, not, not Green Valley, not Henderson. So yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, East Las Vegas, like that is like, that I I it literally in my wedding vows to Carly I was like hey we're two East Side kids like that's like in there East Side baby uh, her and I still like whenever we like are just like we have a, a night off like we'll go drive to the East Side and just like, go to the point mm-hmm. um yeah I love the East Side I uh, but I I have like a really weird soft spot for Henderson like I don't know <laughs> dude like Henderson is just like Henderson is so weird because it's very like it's it's quiet but also like you get so much like chain fast food like wherever you want you go to famous dave's like you go to chipotle there's everything there like there's no like mom and pop shit but like i don't know like there's a weird sort of like sterileness of henderson like it's Hmm. it's it's a weird interesting it's a weird in between of like east side and summerlin and it's like a a way to put it it's a weird no man's land but it just like i lived there with louis for so long that it kind of like i just love that part of town i love the vibe look um nothing against old hinder tucky i just don't have any emotional attachment to it yeah so the way i really it's just downtown east side where i have an emotional attachment so it has to be one of those yeah for sure east side dude like i mean through and through i'm like east side fucking east side it's we were driving around like over by o'callahan like there's so many weird like driving there at night there's so many weird like new like schools and shit that like, mm-hmm. popped up and we were taking all these weird like back ways where we we're just driving on like a dirt road and it's so dark on the east side like, up on the oh, mountain yeah. like i could not see shit i was like carly i don't know if we're gonna fucking make it out of here <laughs> there might be jackals who come and strip strip my car and, yeah. and rip the tires off oh, but i love the east side dude oh, it's so great oh they fucking uh at the actual like the lookout over by o'callahan that you can't park there on the street anymore. It's all like dug up. Like they have like a oh, wow. weird like ditch in there now. Fuckers. So you can't park over Mother there. Motherfuckers. I know. I know. Uh, 
This is sent to us by uh, a listener, Alex. Uh, who would Alex. win? Who would win in a rap battle? Uh, who would win in a foot race? And who would win in a fist fight? <laughs> between Be- us? Between the two of us. <laughs> I'm telling you, you win, you win the rap battle right now. You are you are way quicker on your feet than I am. <laughs> or, uh, yeah. The rap battle. If I'm being, if you want me to be honest, I think it's kind of a wash. I think we'd probably, obviously, neither one of us would do very well, but mm. we'd probably have very similar like. I think it's it's just, it's a wash. Yeah. I, I don't. I you can say it would be me, but in, even if I agreed, it'd be like by such a little amount that I like. I, it doesn't even matter. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, foot race. You would win the foot race. I don't think I would. My ankles are. Oh, that's shot, right. Your ankles man. are bad. My like my my lower half is like. I honestly no. <laughs> I don't want to put this out here because I don't want people to be like hold my my feet to the fire to make sure I actually did this. Yeah. I need to start like rehabilitating hey. like. My my lower half that's getting so bad. I can show you some exercises how to rehabilitate. Yeah, I bet you. What, what do I have to wear? You fucking. Pervert? <laughs> you have to get on this sex swing right over here. <laughs> um, fist fight. That's me, bro. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm okay. So real, real, real talk, real quick though. Remember when Fatty and Lance got into that that foot race outside of China Go Go over by uh, the Smiths on Sloan and. Was that Charleston? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Lance was like, you cannot beat me in a foot race. Like, just dead ass. Like, <laughs> you, you cannot beat me in a foot race. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I'm what? not going to breathe. I'm not going to. <laughs> That's one of the one of my favorite East Side memories of just Lance being like, you cannot beat me in a foot race. <laughs> uh, you know, and I, I'm going to leave. That's going to be a memory that's sacred to us. I, do, I don't want to. I don't want to go into the details about, about that. Um. I don't know. I don't even want to. Who, who would win in a in a? You're probably more proficient in combat in just fisticuffs. in general. But you're also. I think that you've got you've got you've got me on like you got working class strength, and you're probably stronger than me in certain you, aspects. <laughs> working class strength yeah. is the most coded thing <laughs> you've ever said on the. You've got a proletariat strength. <laughs> <laughs> you've got real farm boy strength. I'll say that. <laughs> You, I can't believe you. <laughs> you know you, that farm boy, they make, they make him pull the plow every now and then. You, know, just you looked at me so seriously in the eyes and said, working class strength. I know exactly what you're I trying to say. I wish I had a cough button so I could just say it. <laughs> um, But you are, though. You are freakishly strong. Yeah, you. If it depends on the length of the fight, how long it went on for. The like in a ring, I, you'd probably win. I'd keep you on the outside, buddy. Um, but if it was like a like a bang bang type thing, again, I like I'm I'm crazier than you are. You, so. yeah, no, that is true. You're like I will do bodily harm to anybody. Yeah. So it's 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 really like again, it's just it depends on the circumstance. I, I it's it's it, it, you you have to. I think I have a good medium. In a in a boxing match, I beat you. In a street fight, you beat me. I think that's probably right. That's probably right. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel? <laughs> this is also a stupid question. Uh, how do you feel about tax dollars being given uh, by Las Vegas citizens to oh build a stadium for literally the shittiest team in the MLB? <laughs> um, this is probably the one that's 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 jumping the shark. Yeah, I'm in favor of the Raiders and and the Knights, obviously for sure. Um, but less so for the Raiders. I don't. I don't give really two shits. I don't really care about the. I don't root for the Raiders. Yeah. Um. But I. It's. It's. It, it seems like it's overall good for business. For sure. Yeah. Um. The baseball one. There's a lot of red flags. This is not going to be a successful venture. I'm excited. Maybe wa- they need to. Maybe they. That's what they need to be like. Hey, maybe you can't just throw everything at the fucking wall. That is Las yeah. Vegas. I've talked about this. I want to. Like this. This sounds like one of the most romantic things. I, so I love the idea of this. Yeah. Of just on like a Wednesday afternoon. It's like. Like you know, a, like a 
one o'clock game. Yeah. And you just go watch, like watch baseball. That sounds great to that me. That does honestly. sound good. Yes. Um, dear friend and guest of this podcast, uh, Lewis has talked to me about like just going like these early kind of afternoon, like Seattle Mariners games. Right. It sounds amazing. I yeah. just, I, as much as I want that, I'm not sure it's the right move for Las Vegas. Yeah, no, I mean, we've, we've gone to baseball games together. We go see our, our Las Vegas 51s, yes. uh, the, the aviators. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's, it's fun, but it's like, I don't feel good about the fact that you're paying what, $2 billion or whatever for, to tear down the Tropicana. That and, sucks. And then to build this fucking stadium for this shitty team that nobody really gives a shit about. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I would, I would have preferred if they just make a whole new franchise. But, um, yeah. you know, the fact that we're getting the A's, I guess, is whatever. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's, it's, I, uh, too, too, I don't know, too big a, too big a, too broad a question it's for too, me to answer. It's above our pay rate, our exactly. pay grades to, to complain about it. It's like, if we can complain about it, like, it, nothing would change anyways. Exactly. You know, the money's, you know, we're still got fucking F1 tearing up the fucking strip <laughs> for 10 years now. Hey, go aces, up, up 2-0 go, on, yeah. on the Liberty right now, so, um. Hopefully we'll have another another Las Vegas championship by the next time you hear this podcast. Our so. Vegas Aces. What, what's the the series at right now? Is it's two zero. Two zero. They're they, they, in the first two games they like annihilated them. Oh, they perfect. won by like more than twenty points. You love to hear games. it. Uh, Mick, what is your greatest fear? <laughs> My greatest fear, um, uh, like a, uh, I don't know. Um, you know, like <laughs> I I have known. I've either known or known of mm-hmm. um, a couple men in, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like in kind of like uh, like downtown scene culture. Do you know what I mean when I say that? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, you're in your like 20s, guys. Yeah, and they're and like something comes out that they did something, and they basically like you know something abusive. Oh, okay, and it like ruins their life. You're afraid somebody finds out that something about, like, that about you. <laughs> now, look, I don't do things like that. I haven't done anything like that. Uh-huh. But, like, I guess um, the idea that, like, my credibility would be uh, destroyed so bad that I'd have to, like, move cities. Like, Does that happen to people we know? Yeah. Oh, well. I, I, well, I'll tell you his name off air. Okay. <laughs> I, um, so you're you're afraid of being held accountable for the, your toxic <laughs> treats? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm afraid someone's going to find out all the horrible stuff I did. <laughs> no, no, no. I haven't. I didn't do it. But I guess like in the spirit. Like, I see what you're saying. You yes. know, I also, the secondary, I don't, I have a weird, I have a bunch of night terrors about open doors. Oh, yeah. That's why you closed my door the other day. Yeah, I get freaked out by doors. Okay. Which is probably like rooted in some really deep like mental health stuff, but. We'll save that for another podcast. <laughs> okay. What are what are your uh... uh my greatest fear is going to prison? <laughs> like not even joking. Like that has been my one of my biggest fears. Like I, look, you, you know me. You've known me for fucking ever. I am the most like clean cut. Like I don't I don't do like shady shit. Mm-hmm. I just you know it's so easy to be kind of like. I you ever watch like the trial by like uh, Albert Camus? Or you ever read the trial by Albert Camus? I have it in my at my nightstand. I read it every morning. Look, book corner. Albert Camus writes a book <laughs> called The Trial. Uh, it's about some guy who just gets thrown into prison. He's sort of like in the system of like being processed and like doesn't really get a fair trial and he's just like in jail for the rest of his life. Yeah. Like that scares the shit out of me. Cause like you watch these fucking videos on Twitter about like the cops like, you know, using shitty tactics to get you to confess to a crime you didn't commit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that yeah. that terrifies the shit out of me. And I think that's my biggest fear. Cause like, you know, I'm too pretty to go to prison. <laughs> Okay, serious question. I'd be a fucking double stuffed Oreo in prison. This is not good. <laughs> serious question. Yes. And before I don't want this to get just but this might get a little morbid. So okay, please brace yourself. 
if you got a if you got a life sentence in prison, oh, I'll tell you right now, unalive, bro. Exactly. Easily. That's what I was gonna Absolutely. say. Absolutely. It's kind of surprising to me that so many people are like, yeah, like I like they just like live out their life in prison. I, no I think question, bro. I'm just water out into the woods. Very morbid, but I think I think I definitely really really think about it. <laughs> I I you know it's already a, I'm just like not even a question at this point. Like, <laughs> if I know for sure I'm going to prison for this my life, I, I'll 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 cut to the chase. Boy, howdy. Yeah. Shout out to the 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 what is it? The what is the criminal criminal justice system? Yeah. Shout out to the Department of Justice here in uh, the United States of America, <laughs> where just normal citizens like us are just afraid of one day being uh, caught into a false accusation or a false confession by the police. I'd probably thrive in jail. I would. You see, I always wish that I would be like. I I think that like, if you're ever questioned by the cops, like I'm in. They always tell you like, you know, imagine like a sign saying "Do not trust the police" like in mm-hmm. front of you, and just read that to yourself over and over. But I feel like I'd be like, I would just their their cop tricks would work on me because I just I'm a nice guy <laughs> and I'm weak willed. I feel like if I was in jail, people would really like me. I feel like I don't think. See, I feel like if you were questioned by the police, you you they they wouldn't get anything on you. You'd be you'd, you'd clam up. And you'd be like, you'd be cool. I think I'd be good at that. They'd, like, they'd be like, all right, let him go. And if for some reason I went to jail, people, I'm pretty like, car- you can kind of tell like your charisma level when you're at work, like how many people like, True, like yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'd, I'd probably make some friends. I'd probably be what able to. What kind of friends would you make in, in prison? I'd probably be able to mingle between the Aryan Brotherhood and, and, oh and, 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 and various. The Filipino gangs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think they'd all like me. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd have to make, leave him alone. He's cool. I think I'd be the only one to be able to like mingle between the Aryan Brotherhood and, and like the, the, the black. I don't even know what their, what the name of their club is. <laughs> I don't know either. Their club? Yeah. <laughs> you mean prison gangs? Yeah. They're, yeah. they're, yeah, they're pr- whatever. They're prison clubs. <laughs> Social clubs. Uh, last question. What is the best Japanese barbecue in Las Vegas? This is the last question. This is the last question. <laughs> um, best Japanese barbecue? Yes. Man, I really don't know. I don't go to a lot of Japanese we barbecue. We really don't, no. I go to a lot of Korean barbecue. Yeah, what's the best Korean barbecue? I like Tofu Hut, which is also the grossest. Um, oh, that's the OG, though. It's But it's like, it's very, it's like, it's, 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 the, it's the OG. It's, it's gross. OG. It's weird. Um, that's, that's my... Um, you know, I guess that's not really answering the question at all. Japanese barbecue, man. I there's don't... only well, there's only one place that really does Japanese barbecue, and that's 888 over on uh, Decatur and Spring Mountain. So if you're in the mood for Japanese barbecue, try going there. But we haven't. I don't think we've been there. Free plug for yeah. for 888. Uh, we did for my birthday. Just go out or for my birthday. Shout out to the the Libra boys in the group: Andreas, Tall John, Eric, me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to me. Uh, we went to Huaro number two over on Spring Mountain Indicator. Really fucking good, actually. Pretty, pretty yeah. good. Um, your wife, Sam, uh, they kind of put all the food like on. She had like a little bench to herself and they were just sort of like putting plates like next to her. Like, here, you fucking deal with this. <laughs> it was kind of rude. I was like, that's kind of fucked up. I like the idea that Sam was tasked with cooking, though. Oh, She'd yeah. She'd be the one I would trust the most, if not me. It was, yeah, it was like me and Sam and... Yeah, like everybody else was just kind of like sitting there waiting for us to serve them. <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to, to Juaro here in center Las Vegas, uh, center of the city, Las Vegas. Um, that's it. There's no more questions. Yeah, and there's no other questions, at least that have come in. Um, do you have any questions for me? Maybe I ask you a question. <laughs> you want to come up with random questions? Yeah, go, hey, ask me a question. Um, what's What's a 10 out of 10 record? Uh, a ten out of ten record. Do you want to go by like I can go I can go by like answer the question. Uh, get rich or die trying by Fifty Cent. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Uh, a ten out of ten record. I think 
You weren't serious. I know. I, I, I was. I am still. I am still with that. But like, yeah, like you have those albums that are like a ten out of ten. Obviously, take this to your grave. Is a ten out of ten. Um, Obviously, yes. I yeah. I mean, I I I have a bunch in my head, but I can't think. The Cars, like with that first Cars album, is really that's good. a good one. That's a really good one. The Cars are. A, I'll I'll task this to our guest. Yeah. Go to the Cars Spotify and just autoplay. Like you know, Spotify has it. Like basically, kind of ordered as like their most. Any artist you go to, like their most popular songs, yeah, you will be astonished how many Cars hits there are. Oh yeah, it's in it's in fucking insane. I I was I I was telling Carly the other day I was like, hey, like I think the Cars are really underrated. And you know what she said to me? She's like, who fucking cares? <laughs> the Cars are massively underrated. She just goes, it, she goes, okay. The Cars have an insane discography of hits. It's it's, they it's do. honestly it's 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 shocking, the like cars, how many yes. how many hits they have and how many just songs are like oh yeah I know this song like. And also, it's like you. It's yeah. It's a. It's like they were a, a band that like like front loaded a lot of their albums too. Where it's like first three mega hit singles, mm-hmm. and the rest of the shit's still fucking good too. Yeah. Listen to the cars. Cars kick ass. Yeah. In cars. What about you? What's a ten out of ten album for you? Uh, ten out of ten album. Do you want a serious answer or a good answer? Give me both. <laughs> ten out of ten is uh, Pet Sounds by Beach Boys. Oh, of course, you love Pet Sounds. It's um, I like it's the probably it's not like my favorite album of all time, but if you uh, gun like pretty easily gun to my head, like the best musical accomplishment ever. Uh, it's insanely good. It is uh, the the layering. I'm not gonna sit here and like just talk. No, about you. I mean, everybody's talked about how good like Pet Sounds is. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 one of the greatest albums ever recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh. I mean, any album where the, the Beatles are like, okay, we need to fucking do something about this fucking album. Like, yeah. They like, I think it was like, they listened to uh, Pet Sounds and they're like, well, we need to record like, uh, I think Revolver was the album after that. Like, yeah. in response to it. And Pretty it was not, everything. As good, not as good as Pet Sounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, all, uh, uh, more personal, like more like finite to my interests. There's a Japanese band called uh, Coquitish. Okay. C o q u e t t i s h. They have an EP from 2001 called Total Pop Madness. Um, it is this kind of. Uh, I'm not even going to describe it. It is. It's. It's perfect. It is a a masterpiece of what it's trying to accomplish. Okay. Um, it's short, fast, loud. Oh, you love that. Uh. Uh. Yeah, they're like a straight edge ska Japanese punk band. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's nine songs. It's like 17 minutes, uh, maybe even less than that. Nine um, minutes, 10 seconds. Is it nine minutes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, that, those are two 10 out of 10 records. Well, I feel kind of shitty now because I talk about 50 cent and get rich or die trying. <laughs> you don't have, no, don't feel shitty. That's you. you that you is a really good album cent. though. That's one of the best rap albums of the 2000s. You love 50 cent. I don't love 50 cent. I love that album. Many men. Wish death upon me. Many, 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 That's a great many song. men. Um, yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, Mick, what's your uh, what's your social security number? <laughs> Five three zero. Okay. I'm not six nine six nine four twenty one. Stupid. Yeah. Stupid answer. That is stupid. I don't know. I gave you. Do you have a, Do you have a question? Do you want to bring a question to the? You want to land this plane? Give one question, and we'll fucking. Take if a break. If you had to choose to fight any member of Fallout Boy <laughs> to the death, who would it be? Fight to the death? Yes. Like you both have the bloodlust and you will not stop until you've satiated that bloodlust by killing. Um 
And Andy doesn't have kids, right? Uh, I don't think so. No, doesn't that like is you don't want to leave any orphans? That's you're being you're being uh, compassionate. Yeah, it's not a funny answer. It's just kind of a very very serious answer. I guess it's probably the one who doesn't have kids. But honestly, Andy's probably the hardest one to kill. So you you got your work cut out for you. If I ever was in a Star Trek esque fight to the death scenario, um, I would let whatever member of Fallout Boy just kill me. (laughs) You sacrifice yourself to the to the pop punk gods. (laughs) Um, I just be a martyr. To, 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 to the Fallout Boy Nation. Who do you think would be the easiest to kill? It's Patrick. He's, Patrick. Gentle, he's gentle, right? <laughs> it's easily Patrick. That sucks, though, because you he, he's like a little fawn. You don't want to, like, you wouldn't want to, but it'd be so easy to. We live in a world where your masculinity and strength are more valued than your kindness and sweetheart. That is true. And it's a shame. It's the only thing a lot of people know. <laughs> I almost did a Donald Trump. Yeah, that's, I a, sh- yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. You can let Eric do the Donald Trump impersonation. Uh, yeah, I don't do, what, what do you want to do? Do you want? How do you feel about the state of masculinity in 2023? Do you th- <laughs> do you feel like that we're? I feel like we're kind of. I feel like for a lot of the the aughts, it was this very accepting, like very. You should like listen to other people and see other points of view. And I feel like in the 2020s, we're kind of on the 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 back end of that. And we're kind of turning more towards chauvinistic tendencies yeah. <laughs> and the youth is kind of going in that direction. I feel like we're in for a bad decade. We like, we have a lot of fun on this podcast and I feel like on this episode, we've given a lot of like really serious answers yes. for whatever reason. Um, I mean, in the last couple of years, like people like Andrew Tate and, and, and Jordan Jefferson, what's his name? I Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson have realized that like masculinity is like almost a product. And if you oh, they're selling to package you. it on social media in a certain way, you can sell it again. That's why Andrew Tate's weird college has all these people who like, he calls it a college. It's basically just like, again, a oh, I, I know Andrew Tate university, <laughs> you know, and they've, they've packaged like masculinity into like a product that they can sell. Have you seen those things where it's like guys will go and they'll pay like $20,000 to go to like a boot camp where it's like, they train like Navy seals. <laughs> But they just get like they just like do push-ups while they shoot you with a hose. And you pay like eighteen thousand dollars for it. Jesus. It's fucking it's a weird we're in a weird state, man. It's- and the worst part about it is, and I, I, I hate to to say this, those those guys who sign up for that are the least masculine. They're well, the what, biggest yeah. nerds. Well, yeah, that's, that's what it why is. They, that's why they, they targeted. They're the dudes who have been most disenfranchised by like lack of pussy. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna I wasn't gonna say it that way, but like <laughs> but that's what it is. Though you're not conventionally attractive, you don't get the female attention that you want, and it's someone else's fault. The reason you're not getting you're not taking anyone to Pound Town, it's not <laughs> it's not because you're weird. It's because they're weird. It's because the liberal media has turned them against you. But don't worry, we'll sell you. Some will sell you a way to fix that. There was a there was a thing on Twitter where I think they were just dunking on this service where incel guys would pay to get their facial structure analyzed and tell you what was wrong with your face and why you weren't getting any pussy. <laughs> and like what kind of what you what plastic surgery you would need to get to look like a quote unquote Chad. Mm-hmm. It's insane, man. And the plastic the plastic surgeon's right here. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> just dude. swipe your card. It's crazy. What kind of plastic surgery would you get if you could get plastic? Oh, I see. I have these things around my eyes. I feel like I get, like, because I don't have enough hydration and sleep. Carly <laughs> got me these things that I put in the boys, the boys chat. There's these products called dude mask or bro masks. <laughs> and it's a, it's a, it's a moisturizing mask you put on your face. And I fucking, I was like, all right, Carly, whatever, I'll do it. Uh, the next morning, my face has looked so much fuller than it ever looked. Is, I, I was like, I looked like a baby. I looked, I looked amazing, bro. <laughs> Maybe bro, I, it's, Bro masks, please sponsor us. 
Hey, uh, I'm going to tag bro masks right now. Um, maybe I need to start exfoliating. Bro, I'll give you a bro mask. I got like seven of them. Do you know that I didn't I didn't know what exfoliating was until like, honestly, like, ago? <laughs> like, th- like three months ago. I was like, what does that even mean to exfoliate? Yeah, you got to take all the dead skin off your face, bro. Just a fancy word for cleaning yourself. Well, yeah, you got right. too many words now. If you want, I'll give you a bro mask after this. Give me a bro mask. Um, we'll take a picture with our bro masks on. <laughs> Put them on the Instagram. But we're not going to be touching. I don't want to like, I don't well, want. No, we'll be kissing. <laughs> no, kissing is touching. Oh, well. You have to touch. You have to touch each other to kiss. Oh well, but I'll blow you a kiss. Blow each other kisses. <laughs> you can blow me a kiss. I'm not blowing you a kiss. I'm not doing that, Chuck. Good for you. You dodged it like Neo. From I the did. Matrix. <laughs> M- much slower, Neo. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Do you want to take a break? And we'll, let's take we'll, a break. We'll, we'll wrap up at the end. Let's take a break. We'll come back on the other side, and we'll and we'll just have we'll keep we'll keep on having a good time. We'll have some good times. And some great oldies. <laughs> wow, that's a, another good times and great oldies. Jesus. And we'll be right back. This is the music I said was a ten out of ten. Yeah, this is uh, croquettish. <laughs> I don't think we'll get flagged for this. No. And we're back. This is from the Dork Tree, and this is Another Night by Real McCoy. Uh, you like this music, Mick? Yeah, sure. I I love this music. Like this kind of music, like '90s '90s club, like the guiltiest <laughs> pleasure for me. This is what you listen to at the gym, right? Honestly, I do. There are there is music that I listen to like this at the gym. Yes, I'm gonna listen to it on the way home. I have a, a playlist called uh, '90s Anime Gym Playlist, where it's all '90s anime <laughs> openings. It's great. It sounds like a good time. Getting all sweaty, listening to Getting anime. Sweaty, listening to uh, Naruto, Naruto, Big Shippuden. Uh, there is a there is a, a Naruto song on this playlist, actually. Yeah, I heard some story about how when they were fighting, they touch each other on the forehead or something. I wasn't really paying attention. But... <laughs> you had blacked out. <laughs> all right, look, you know, we had a very fruitful Q and A uh, session. Yeah, thank you to everybody who. Who sent those cues in? But if you if you guys have more questions, comments, obviously feel free. You know, um, again, you you if you if you give us any sort of feedback, you'll probably be um, recognized. Oh, do you want to? Oh, I do want to. Thank you so much. <laughs> you had just triggered my my memory as well. So, listeners, we thank you for everybody that sends in reviews on Apple iTunes. Uh, if all the follows on Spotify and the ratings. Uh, we just wanted to read uh, a couple of the the most recent ones. Um, we have a couple of new ones from Apple iTunes. Uh, MB Dash said five stars. They're the best boys. Hell yeah. That guy kicks ass or person. Yes, they kick ass. Uh, and then also a big, big old shout out to uh, Lauren H87 on Apple Podcasts who gives us one star and says they get off track too much. Uh, just want to say, uh, Lauren. Oh wait, quick question. Uh, Mick, who's your favorite character on uh on Frasier? If you had a favorite, <laughs> we had some, a very illuminating conversation. I like. Okay, this is. Let's talk about Frasier and Cheers real quick. So this is not a joke. During the break, I kind of asked, I asked, I was like, is that real that Frasier wasn't introduced until like the third season or whatever? And you're like, yeah. And you're like, <laughs> Woody Harrelson wasn't introduced to like the third or fourth season. And I'm like. W- w- 
What? <laughs> yeah. It was a character named Coach who was the bartender, and he was great. <laughs> and I, I, I didn't know that, like... Christy Alley. I knew about... Oh, see, so I did know about Christy Alley. Right. Someone had tipped me off to that, that Christy Alley was kind of a, like, mid-series but edition. late, like, season seven. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's far. I didn't know that, like... It's it's strange to me. This doesn't happen very often, where you have, like, a like multi-cam sitcom mm-hmm. that adds, like, a new character. You, you and know? that is, like, a desperation move where it's, like, we just... Our ratings are down. Exactly. Yeah. they were the, they, Their ratings have been consistently high. There's a, there's a term for this. It's Cousin Oliver. Cousin Oliver. Cousin yeah. Oliver is the, is the weird little nephew they introduced on the Brady Bunch, Brady Bunch because the show started to like lose like viewership because all the kids were growing up. Yes. And they needed like a younger like kid that people a thought young, were young hot kid. <laughs> <laughs> really... Well no, because fucking Bobby and Cindy were turning into like teenagers. Yeah, like, and there was oh, no oh, there was hey, no Cindy. like young, young person anymore. Right, right. So cousin Oliver is like this universal term that's like um It's like Poochie. Exactly. That's Poochie, yeah. <laughs> this is a trope in like in TV, and I didn't know that Cheers like was like introducing like new main characters like every consistently. Every, yeah, it's insane to me. But it wasn't. Yeah, like I said, like it wasn't because they needed it. It was just sort of like the story kind of called for it. And mm-hmm. I think Frasier was originally supposed to be like a one, maybe two, three episode character, mm-hmm. and then like you know Kelsey Grammer just kind of like knocked it out of the park, and people liked him. Yeah, so they kept bringing him back. And same with Lilith. Lilith the- was only like one episode until they were like, oh, this this person's great. Let's keep doing episodes with her. The writing on the show was so strong that it allowed the room to keep adding people. Absolutely. The bar. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then we were talking about we, we Adam Scott, the mayor of Icetown mm-hmm. on Parks and Recreation. Yes. He either is introduced in like the second or third season or something like For that. Parks too, and Rec, yeah, yeah. Um, we're big Adam Scott fans. Oh, we love Adam Scott. The, the golfer, not the, not the actor. <laughs> you know, Seinfeld, just those four guys. They're there. They're all there. From, they like, never had anybody new, right? No, like, no, no. I, I mean, no, you've got the tertiary character, like the, exactly. You know, you know the, the putties, the putty and, and, um, Newman. Who's, who's the guy that I like? We were talking. You like Banya. Banya. Yeah. So like, you know, that's but- gold, Jerry. <laughs> Banya kicks ass. Banya dude. is the, I look, and look, we talked about this before. Banya is the, the, the Peggy Hill mm-hmm. where you're not supposed to like him, but the actor is so good that I dislike him so much. That even though I know I'm supposed to, I'm just like, fuck that character. I'm going to go home and look for a Banya shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, just in your drawer that you've already bought years ago. <laughs> Since you mentioned it, I guess like Lucky on King of the Hill is like kind of yeah. He's like a new he introduced like season seven or something like True. that and became like a main character. But how but. do you hate like rock god Tom Petty like being on your <laughs> fucking TV show? You know. Um, man, I sure hope they don't. I feel like we've talked about this. I hope they don't go through that reboot. No reboot, please. They're going through the fucking Fraser reboot. You see that? Everything's getting rebooted. I Harry know. Potter, Fraser, King of the Hill, Harry Potter. Yeah. Like from the get, like from book I, one? HBO, I, I don't I guess the details are Ooh, maybe it's like Euphoria, but it's fucking Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just popping pills and finger blasting each other and <laughs> in, in the in the Hufflepuff corridors. <laughs> All what? those paintings are watching, like, oh, damn, that, that kid's getting finger blasted. Okay, so I actually have been talking about this. I didn't, I like, it's kind of like post ironic. Have you taken your Hufflepuff like sorting hat? Absolutely, I have. I'm a, I'm a millennial. Of course, I've taken a sorting hat quiz. Have you taken it recently? No, not recently. Have you, is that interesting at all to you? I feel like, like, I feel like we, we, we as a group, I think we took it like at the beginning of the pandemic. 
Really? I think I we did. I feel like we did it like 10 years ago. Maybe. I don't know. I know that we we had we had done it when it was cool to do it, and then we kind of went back and did it. It's like, oh, let's fucking do it. Like, we hate Harry Potter now. If you're being honest with yourself, and this is like not really... I know yeah. this is under the umbrella of like a Harry Potter conversation, but it's more so like, which one of these four archetypes are you more like? Right. Do, you, do you feel like you... What What do you think you are? Yeah. And, and look, look, Lauren H87, we'll get right... We'll, we'll get to you in a second. Hold on <laughs> one second. Um... Yeah, no, no. I, I definitely feel like if you asked me right now, like I am I am a Slytherin and I can't help it. Like that's just that's I feel like everybody's a fucking Slytherin. You're not some like, you know, this paragon of fucking virtue and honor to be a Gryffindor. <laughs> You're just a regular person who if I had magic powers, I would use it to enrich myself. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> I and do. Yes, I would make it so that Mitch McConnell wasn't able to be a senator anymore. <laughs> what? So what? So I think you kind of hit the nail on the head here. Like if someone, I don't know what, I don't know. I don't think I, I don't know what kind of person would be a Gryffindor. Like that is like, that's an unrealistic like expectation. Somebody like with main movie. character syndrome. That's what that, <laughs> that's what that would be. But I do think you can be like a Slytherin. And I think if you're like a Hufflepuff, what Hufflepuff? You could definitely kind of, be a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuffs are like hippie fucking well, artsy every, fartsy. Well, no, Hufflepuff are people who are like, my favorite shows, uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, just sort so, of like yeah. milk toast, kind of oh. like middle of the road. <laughs> and no Raven, offense if you like that show. I think I got like I because I've been talking about this so much. I got sorted into Hufflepuff. That's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing. And wrong I was with like, ah, I probably. The truth is, it's reductive to say there are four kinds of people. Like realistically, there are like well, how many zodiac signs are there? <laughs> That's how many types of people. Realistically, there are, there are like twenty three different kinds of people. Okay. What's your? Do you know what your um um Briggs Myers? Oh, uh, I, I acronym is. That, that shit fucking changed. Like it, it changes every time you take the they, test. They updated Briggs Myers. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm I, still on on one one point zero one on Briggs Myers. I, I didn't know there was a one point one five. Yeah, I had no idea. I don't know. I I think I last took the Myers Briggs like in in high school, maybe like in mm. college, but you know. I'm gonna take all these tests tonight. To we find should out. we should do that. We should have a night where we 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 record while we take the test with just long pauses while we're going over these questions. <laughs> silence. Yeah, just silence. But we should do that. We should like go over our Myers Briggs and our, our our Harry Potter tests. Yeah, yeah. Um, what uh, uh what character on the Office are you? Ooh, what Ooh. character on the Office are you? If you had to be <sighs> a character on the Office, <laughs> like I want to say a Jim. I want to say Jim, but I'm like uh, what's that one guy's name? The guy from The Hangover. Andy. I'm an Andy. I think. Yeah, I think you're probably Andy. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, you have a little bit of Michael Scott, too. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> what about you? What are you? You fucking Daryl, you cool guy? No. You're um, not cool enough to be Daryl. Daryl's the coolest guy on the on the podcast. Or on, gets, the, on, on the office. He gets mad that one time. Yeah. I'm not really... I oh, don't, no, that's Stanley. You're thinking of Stanley. Oh, yeah. Why did, get not, con- why did I get those confused? Why did you get those confused? Why did you get those confused? <laughs> I was about to say, I'm not, like, a massive office person. Like, yeah. I'm not, like, I'm not, like, super well-versed in it. I think, yeah. I only watch, like, the first, like, five seasons. Then and you're fine. That's all you need to watch. And Lauren, Lauren H87, will, we, we will get back to you. Yes. But I, yeah, I don't, like, know, like, I, I, I've never even seen, like, the last four seasons. And even the first five, I've only, I've only kind of seen those episodes once. Like, I don't, like, I'm not, like, super... Yeah, I mean, once you get past that, those Michael Scott, after he, after Steve Carell leaves, like, you don't mm-hmm. need to watch the fucking show. Well, he leaves, like, season seven or something. Like, there's two seasons without him. Yeah, honestly, when I was watching, there was a time where I was watching The Office, like, as, like, my bedtime show. <laughs> you know, tuck me in, I go to bed. Yes. And you're uh, wearing your little, your. My onesie. What's my. that, that, the way that teddy bear dresses? Do you know what I'm talking about? What? With, like, the, the nightcap and his little, like, PJs and his blanket. I'm wearing a little bonnet. <laughs> I mean, a little bonnet. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I would, I would, so I'd watch the fucking office, and once you get past season four, there's like a big drop off. 
I kind of thought so too. I yeah. think that's why season. F- Look, if you're an office freak, I apologize. If you love the Office Ladies podcast, which is like <laughs> the number one podcast know, on your world. Right. Um, she is. Angela is like the best Office character. Oh yeah, Angela's great. I, I like Dwight a lot too. Dwight's very yeah. funny. I don't. And I don't want to get on like a like um, f- funny high horse over here. <laughs> okay. But like Angela, like Angela's. It's easy to be Jim and 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 Michael Scott, where you look at the camera and you get to say like stupid things. Right. I'm being totally serious about this. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. not a joke. Angela's like funny is so much more nuanced, nuanced yes. and complicated. It's so much harder to be funny as Angela than it is to be anyone else. No, you're right. It's like it's like you can have somebody set up a joke, and then it's just a quick pan to Angela mm-hmm. and just kind of like looking, and then it's hilarious. Angela, it's. Angela's timing is harder. Oh yeah. Angela's like cadence is harder. Oh, she's so deadpan too. Yeah. yeah like it's, it's like she just calls Pam a whore because <laughs> she wears like a low cut shirt. <laughs> Those are the best jokes. Oh, absolutely. And then uh, who's uh, Creed? It's Creed. Oh, Creed is the greatest character. Creed, on the Creed and Angela show. are like your 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 one A and one B for best office characters. <laughs> my favorite my favorite part of the office. And look, Lauren H eighty seven. We'll get to you in one second. Like uh, where they have the fire drill and like. Uh, Angela like takes one of her cats that she's been keeping in her uh her her file drawer uh-huh. and she throws it up into the ceiling to like kind of, like save my cat <laughs> and then it eventually like falls down like another ceiling tile. That's funny. It's a great oh, what a great show. This is like peak millennial like conversation oh, yeah, right absolutely. now talking about Harry Potter and the office. Yes, that's true. But let's like let's fuck that. We get fuck too that. Much, we get too much shit for being millennials. Look, we're look, look. Mick, put away your avocado toast. We're, we're, <laughs> I, I, while we're on break, I made some avocado toast for me and Mick. Uh, what's your favorite episode of Flight of the Concords? Um, oh, yeah. We said we were going to do an only Fly the Concords episode. And that's more to come. That's that's coming down the line. That'll be about the music. Of it's course. It's about the music. The music. Oh, man. A single episode? I don't... Uh, that's... That's really tough. I love the one where uh, where Brett gets that girlfriend and then they try to make him leave the band. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. They're like, all right, I guess you could still be in the band. <laughs> um, wh- what's the episode where they're doing like the, like, uh, it's like a tourism for New, New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Like the, 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 for the, the ladies. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm not going to sing it. I'm not going to sing it. But that one's good. Um, you know what? I think that's that. What's the episode where, where Jermaine gets with that Australian girl? And she's like, "Oh yeah, I guess I could date you, but I'm, you know, I'm Australian." Yeah. And he has that song where it's a, uh, it's all, all of his ex girlfriends. Oh yeah, oh, that's such a great song. See, I even forgot about that song. Like that song isn't even and that song like, kicks ass. At the, like the, the 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 forefront of my brain. Yeah. Man, I like Concord's kick ass. Those those two seasons are fucking genius television. Yeah. And it's cool that they were like, you know what? We don't have any more songs. And the song, if we had to make songs for a third season, it would just go downhill or a fourth season, I guess. <laughs> and they were like, we can't keep doing this. Like, it's going to ruin the show as a whole. Like, let's just not do it. Mm-hmm. You got to respect it. I one time saw, uh, this is a deep cut, uh, legendary hardcore band Tragedy. I okay. saw them at a, uh, uh, like a coffee shop in probably 2008. Okay. And I remember talking to this girl and telling her that I liked Fly the Concords, and she like berated me. She was like, For what? She's like, You only like them because of the TV show. You don't. You didn't follow them before. Oh that. fuck! Excuse me. And I was like, "Hey, the TV show's not even that popular. You don't need to be like That's gatekeeping true. like this. Like I'm on your side." Well, to be fair, gatekeeping. You were at a hardcore show, so <laughs> <laughs> kind of goes with the territory. That was a fun show. I can, again, no one's gonna give a fuck about this. But I was can, it a 
uh, Mad Madhouse? Like Rock and Java? No, oh, Rock and Java. Okay. No, I I don't mean to get your hope. It wasn't Rock and Java. It was fuck. What was it? It was. I can tell you. It was on the the corner of East, not Eastern. Well, hold on. At Lauren H eighty seven. We'll get to you in one second. Hold on. <laughs> what street was it? Tropicana and East, maybe Eastern. You know where that? Like it's on Tropicana, and there's like a Savers and. Can you imagine? Oh, yes, yes, yes. The Savers and there's the Denny's and there's the Tropicana Animal Hospital. Yes. It's in that shopping center with the Savers. I don't remember. And there was a coffee shop back there. I'll figure this out. Don't worry. I'll get to the bottom of this. Okay, cool. Let us know when you do. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I don't remember. I I do remember us going to that Denny's a lot, though, after shows. I think we do. Whenever we go to like a a hard rock show, like Mm -hmm. we go to that Denny's afterwards. I feel like this venue that I can't remember the name of. I also saw like um, like verse and have heart there too. Oh, okay, I saw a lot of good shows there. So was it was it in that same plaza as the uh, as that Savers? Yeah. Oh, okay. And there was a Zabas right there. Remember oh, Zabas? Zabas, dude, come Zab- on. Zaba supremacy. Bro. Fuck you, Chipotle. Okay. Chipotle does not hold a fucking candle to Zabas. <laughs> you get some fucking Papa Fritas in there. Oh, my God, You dude. put some fried potatoes in your fucking burrito. Are there any more Zabas? There in are Vegas? not. I used to go. I loved Zabas, dude. Damn it. Damn. I know. I can, oh, I you, know, you know, it's, it's, they're still in town. A Hungry Howie's. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's still like, there's like one more there's one hungry Howie's in Las Vegas. Uh, super guest of the podcast, Louie used to love hung, hungry Howie's. Right, always ordering hungry Howie's for us. Get those seasoned <laughs> crusts. Anyway, Lauren H eighty seven, fuck you. <laughs> I didn't what resoundingly go fuck yourself. No, you fucking loser. We appreciate your downloads and your listens, and thank you for reaching out and reading a leaving a message for us on. Uh, Eric's gonna take the high ground on this. I'm like, <laughs> on, you fucking nerd. Hey. You took the time out of your day to be like, oh, they, 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 they lost track of what they were. Fuck you. We just, well, I will take umbrage with one thing. She said we dissed Soul Punk so hard. I don't think we did. I think we gave it a fair shake. It just sucked. Yeah. We, we talked about it fairly. It's bad. We, we, look, we talked about how good of a singer Patrick is and how unfortunate it is that he didn't get the backing by Island Def Jam that he should have gotten. And he put out a shitty album. We had an honest... It, it, I, don't, I don't regret that at all. We had an honest conversation about it. Absolutely. Song, we had no ill will. It, it just... it just, it, it, Whatever. We both said we'd marry Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> I'd suck his damn dick. Absolutely. That's not good enough for you, Lauren H87. I'd suck I'd suck Patrick Stump's dick. But I... Well, oh, his, uh, his album isn't very good. Guess what? He's still a fucking multimillionaire and still the lead singer of one of the biggest rock and roll bands of all time. Sorry that I said his solo and project and was... And we did say he's a greater, a better singer than David Bowie. We said he's a better singer than David Bowie and Freddie Mercury. We talked about how he's the perfect human being, but I'm sorry his solo project was not great. And look, and not to get off track, all right? <laughs> and not to get off track, we loved him in Young Blood Chronicles. We love him not having a hand in all the music videos. <laughs> We love Patrick. We love Patrick. And listener, if there, you love Patrick, leave us a review on iTunes. It is. Honestly, Lauren H87, you're a fucking dork. Enemy of the podcast. I'm calling it right now. You. This is what you're hyper-focusing on? Oh, they were kind of mean to, to, to <laughs> steampunk. Have you listened to all the... We, steampunk? You should you an, a, a rational listener of this podcast should say get get Patrick Stump's dick out of your mouth. Not oh they were he was kind of mean to about about steampunk. We are constantly slobbing on his knob. I don't want to, okay. I'm dead serious about this. Okay, I don't want and so 
I don't want to attract more negative attention. So this only well, like I'll take the negative attention as long as they rate us five stars. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I don't want this isn't like don't go and rate us one star because of this. What I'm about, what I'm about to tell you, this only applies to Lauren H87. If this person can, if we can confirm this is the actual person, we will have you on the podcast. Ooh, okay. And, and defend, I, defend it. I will give you eight minutes at least. Potentially more if you're interesting and not boring. You're probably boring because you don't like this podcast. But I will give you, I will let you have a platform, and we can and we can talk this out on the podcast if we can actually find this person. You know I'm what? Dead Absolutely. Serious. If you want, hey, Lauren H. eighty seven. If your email, if you if you want to get on the show and defend Soul Punk, you can email us at DoorTreePod. Let me know. I will I will make it happen. You can you can be on the show and just defend it. Let us know your reasons, and you know we can we can make it happen. Uh, everybody else, all of you out there in TV land, if you want to say, hey, Eric's, Eric's had a micro penis, I don't care. You can say that in the, in the review. Just give me five stars. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. I, I want to be very clear because I don't want to give like other people who have like who are being negative a platform. So this only applies to Lauren. Yes. Lauren H87. Uh, don't go out there leaving bad reviews thinking that we're going to invite you on the podcast. You're not even going to get brought up, honestly. Yes, it's, that is true. Um, so d- just don't do that. But Lauren H87, fucking nut up or shut up. <laughs> and that's that. On that note. All right. Well, do you make, do you want to, you want to get ready to close it out? I'd love to get ready to close it Let's out. Let's get ready. Okay. So I'm going to get ready. Listeners, fans of the show, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, we are at DoorTreePodded. If you'd like to send us an email for any kind of, uh, scheduling, if you're Lauren H87, <laughs> Uh, you can send us an email at doortreepod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Grand Theft Potum. And other than that, make close us the fuck out. You know, I, I can't imagine, you know, I have a busy life. I do things, you know, I, I, I spend quality time with my cat. I play uh, Marvel Snap. I do a podcast every week. I work 40 plus hours a week. I don't have time to like, oh, let me let me carve out a little bit of like time in my day to write a negative one star uh, Apple iPod review, Apple uh, nano iPod review of a podcast. It, Your Zune reviews. My, yeah, my, like let me boot up Zuni and fucking type out a negative response about a podcast. If you have, if that's what you do, if you like, I'm going to like leave a bad review for a podcast, um, get some help. And fuck you. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> Again, uh, lo- this whole episode is dedicated to Lauren H. 80- 87, um, our biggest nemesis. Enemy of the show. Enemy of the state. <laughs> Enemy of the state. <laughs> um, you know, I think we've curated some good memories on this podcast. I think I've had, I, I want to think, I want to think, I want to thank Fallout Boy and I want to thank Eric and I want to thank all our guests for the memories. But not you, Lauren H87. Um, you better hope I don't see you on the streets because I what got. If, what if? What, hold on, hold on. I just, something just came to me. <laughs> what if Lauren H87 is John Taffer? <laughs> Good. I'm just even even closer to my end goal. <laughs> Honestly, I I I like my personal en- enemies are John Taffer and Lauren H87 is right up there now. I think you're fine. I just you know. That's Mick. That's Mick's thing. Uh, I got no beef. I'll, I'll happily schedule the debate with you and Mick. That's this guy's afraid to go to jail, so <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm afraid to go to jail. That's true. That's my greatest fear. <laughs> Just know if you come on this podcast, Eric's afraid to go to jail, but I'm not. 
Uh, look, this has been another wonderful week of um, the Joe Rogan Experience presents <laughs> the, the Dork Tree Pod Chad. <laughs> Dork Tree Pod Chad. That's, you should get a jersey. You should get a Raiders jersey that says Dork Tree Pod Chad. Dork Tree Pod Chad. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't really make much sense, but, mm-hmm. you know, you got big chat energy. Thank you. <laughs> Until next week, thanks for the memories. Don't leave us bad reviews. You're not going to get attention. Well, just, leave us bad reviews. Just give us a high rating. Yeah. That's what I want. Oh, yeah. If you if you give us a bad review, but you give us a five stars, I'll I'll call you out on the podcast. You can say I, whatever the fuck you want. Yes. That is a great compromise. Yeah. If you want to say something negative, just leave five stars and we will read your negative. Like Perfect. You can you can say, you can call us like racial slurs. No, I'll, I'm not. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Come I on. mean, come on. What do you, <laughs> okay. Um, and then and we'll read it on the podcast if you if you just give us five stars. That's all we care about. True. And also, if you like send, if you cash at me like uh, two dollars, I'll say whatever you want in the podcast. Let me get in on this. <laughs> Eric's only fifty cents <laughs> because I love fifty cents so much. <laughs> wow, we're such professional pod- podcasters. It always comes full circle. Thank you, fifty cent, and thanks for the memories. We'll see you guys next week.